Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 344, recorded live on September 23rd, 2021. On tonight's episode, we talk about one of the most divisive Nintendo Directs of all time. And well, that's about it. And we're joined by our good friend Nick Metzger from Game Pass News. Jesse, you know what to do. What's up, guys? It's Marty here, and it's episode 344, September 23rd, 2021. And, man, do we have a lot to talk about tonight with the newest Nintendo Direct. 40 minutes of brand new, well, some brand new games. Uh, Just a lot of games and news (laughs) and uh, all kinds of other stuff to talk about. But joining us on the show tonight... Uh, is a couple uh, uh, of guys that uh, are good. They're they're wonderful people. Uh, One of our regulars and one guest. uh, And speaking of regular, Jesse Waldack, over there working the controls. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. I I am regular. That's what the toilet found out probably before we started. Uh, (laughs) Okay, yeah, and it's... Wow. It's... It's been a long week. You know, Tuesday we had a release at work, and I, I got to bed at one, and I got a call at three saying hey, we got a problem. And then, so I'm running. I'm trying to troubleshoot on two hours of sleep. Then finally get to bed around five thirty, wake up around eight again. So I have the entire day less than five hours of sleep, and you know, I still. Five hours of sleep at once is one thing, but broken up into two pieces, not as good. So I like, still haven't fully recovered from that. So I'm kind of exhausted. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, all the other normal stuff going on during the week, plus the big Nintendo Direct. And uh, yeah, here we are. Staying up yep. late. Talking yeah, about I, I, I streamed a live reaction with Justin and Tim. So I got to talk with them a little bit earlier today. And now I'm talking with you. Yeah, uh, I had to make dinner tonight, mm. so that's why I couldn't do it. I had dinner and meeting. Uh, joining us also on the episode this week, uh, straight from Game Pass News, Mr. Nicholas Metzger. Uh, also, uh, hey, Nick, they talked about Animal Crossing. They talked about talking about Animal Crossing, which is almost <laughs> Actually, as good yeah. as talking about Animal Crossing. It, almost, almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Um, uh, directs are like Christmas, and talking to you guys is like Santa's, you know, Santa's podcast. Yep. So I'm all for it. So Santa's <laughs> podcast. What you have a- for? Uh, what you have for dinner? Uh, I had a gourmet meal Ooh. of chicken nuggets and curly fries <laughs> in the air fryer. <laughs> Wait, prepared by my 14 year old i love it were they cut uh, like dinosaurs uh no these were just your regular chunks of chicken okay so it's a step from up. their fingers it was just their fingers just their fingers yeah chick, chick i don't know if you if anybody out there has noticed this but chickens uh have um very stubby fat rounded fingers mm-hmm. definitely yep. <laughs> yeah I, like you, I still i still don't know what where they are, are located on the bird but that's okay uh <laughs> Uh, what did you have for dinner? Now that we're asking, <laughs> well, you brought it up. I actually I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while my kids had chicken nuggets because I came, I shoved, I shoved chicken nuggets down their throat, grabbed my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then came down here and uh, watched the direct. So cool. that's how that worked. 
Cool. Jesse, now apparently we're I'm asking, what did you have for dinner? Apparently, I'm the only one that had a real meal. My original <laughs> yeah. plan was to go to a Mexican, this Mexican restaurant by my kids' old Ooh. high school because they're closing down in November. So, I'm like, I want yeah. to go, you know, after, like, being open for, like, 50 years. Oh, man. So, so I wanted to go there at Those least the once worst. more before they close. We get there, and, like, the line to the order here sign is almost out the door. We're like, let's go somewhere else. So we went to, you know, half, like two blocks down the street, we went to a poke bowl restaurant. Hmm. Pokemon? Uh, no. It's not a Pokemon. Oh. It's poke bowl. Think of a de- like deconstructed sushi. Instead of the rice being around the ingredients, it's just rice in a bowl and then the ingredients on top of that. So and it's just it. a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, or a Japanese yeah. restaurant. I mean, does it count if does it count if with our dinner we had Pokemon Oreos? Yes. Yeah, that's great. There was you got to catch them all though. That's the I only did, problem. Did, 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 you get a, I, did you get a? I, mew? I will say this: I caught a lot of calories, uh, but <laughs> there was no mew. There was no mew. Um, I actually looked at my store for them and didn't see any and stuff. There was only one. I will tell you what the most rare Pokemon in our pack was. Was Bulbasaur. There was only one of them. Thought about okay. saving him, and then I got hungry. <laughs> you thought about scalping <laughs> him online? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> here's my Bulbasaur Oreo. Uh, $500. Who wants it? Yeah, I saw someone selling a Mew Oreo on eBay for $1,500. <laughs> we joke about that, but it's mm-hmm. it's happening. Yeah, and somebody probably, probably bought it. Awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of awful. That? Speaking of awful, we've got uh, lots to talk about tonight. Uh, So let's just dive into the news, shall we? Before we do, I think we should jump to the voicemail. Because the voicemail was given to us before the Nintendo Direct was announced. Okay. So I think think it... If we do it afterwards, I think it might lose some of the impact. So uh, okay, answer his good. question before we get into the actual. Okay. Thing. So, but before we do that, let's talk about who brings us the news and then we'll go to the voicemail. How about that? Oh, that's fair. All right. So where the news is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, where you can join up with our community for as little as a dollar a month and get up to the minute news, reviews, complaints, gifts, uh, growling and grousing and rebuking all on our Discord channel uh, where you – and that's just for a dollar. Uh, if you want to go even deeper, you can get into the controversial stuff and adulting and dad parenting mm-hmm. things for $5. $10 gets you post and, uh, pre- and post-show uh, uh, audio content. And then for 30 bucks, you get to be on the show. Uh, and so head over to patreon.com backslash Dads. And sign up, and we are smack dab in the middle of September. Don't forget that every brand new subscription to us, either on Twitch or on our Patreon, enters you in a drawing to win a Nintendo Dad's prize pack. And that's actually a good thing. Yes. You want to win the prize pack because there's a box pack. of controllers and goodies sitting over here in my office. And we'll pull from there. There'll be Pixel Pals and all kinds of other great stuff in there. And you will get a box with some stickers and all that kind of stuff. Or, um, you know, maybe um, 
Maybe I'll just sign the box and send it to you. Maybe you'll get a Bulbasaur Oreo. <laughs> Who like, knows? Maybe it's a Bulbasaur Oreo. <laughs> maybe, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out tomorrow and I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy a pack of Pokemon Oreos, and that's going to be in the price pack. <laughs> there I'm you doing, go. I'm doing September, it. maybe. It's going to happen. You know, they're not fighting in the aisles for Pokemon Oreos the way they were fighting for Pokemon cards. That's true. Uh, yeah. A few a few months ago, and thank God. I mean, nobody's had a a gun pulled on them over. <laughs> Pokemon Oreos. Yeah. You know, you know what the great thing about Pokemon Oreos though is too? Is every one of them was double stuff. Is the way the way that the Oreo that God intended. That's exactly um, right. Yeah. That's how it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh Jesse, uh, you said we've got a voicemail uh that we need to listen to before we talk about this direct. Yes. So uh roll that beautiful bean footage. Hey guys, this is Christian again, and I wanted to uh ask you guys a question. Uh, my kids and I, including my wife, are excited about uh, this upcoming rumored Nintendo Direct. And uh, people are pointing to Friday for it to be coming out, or maybe Thursday. Uh, I'm not sure which, but my hopes are that you guys get a chance to uh, listen to it or see it so that we can all hear you guys talk about it on Thursday night or Friday. But my question is, uh, during the Nintendo Direct, what is your absolute 100% most wanted thing to happen in the Nintendo Direct this coming, uh, the one that's coming up right now? Um, so I'm just curious to see, like, what you think uh, would be the thing that you'd like to come out of this Nintendo Direct coming up. Hopefully uh, it comes out t- uh, tomorrow or uh, Friday, but I hope you guys have a great day. Um, thanks again for all the hard work you do, and I hope you... Uh, Enjoy the Nintendo Direct coming up soon. All right, see ya. Kudos awesome. to him. He owned it. Man, uh, he, he hit it right on the head, didn't he? He was like, it's going to be Thursday or Friday. Bing, bang, boom. There it is. Uh, and I always love it when Christian calls in because he's always so complimentary. Such a great guy. <laughs> I love him. Keep doing that, Christian. Keep being positive. Um, so uh, before we talk about what was in this Nintendo Direct, actually, which was – just a little over 40 minutes of content. Uh, let's talk. Let's answer his question. What was the, if, even if we're going to talk about it, all right, answer it like we're not going to talk about it. What was the number one thing that you had hoped to see in this Nintendo Direct? Nick, we'll go to you first. Man, I really wanted Breath of the Wild 2 to be titled. I thought, I really thought that was going to be a thing that was going to happen. Um, and so that would have that would have been like top on my list. Okay, Jesse. So I normally go into these kind of not expecting anything. You know, you know, high hopes, low expectations. I yeah. Late, you know, I I am so I've been so jaded over the years. I'm I go in with no expectations, and I said this before. But so I, if I were to say one thing I wanted to see was just something new that we don't know about that like shadow dropped. Mm-hmm. And surprise, we got one. But yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. know. As of the time we got this voicemail, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, for me going in, I actually tweeted about this earlier today. I said, uh, for uh, once in a blue moon, I'm going in with no expectations. Like, I don't really have anything that I really want out of this direct. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm plenty satisfied with the overwhelming backlog of games I already have that I want to finish. Right. Uh, but if I had to 
like put a pin in something, it was going to be like under the hood uh, improvements, like to either Nintendo Switch Online or um, they were talking about, hey, themes or, or you know, something like that. Kind of like we just got with the Bluetooth thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I mean, like, I, I'm glad we got that. I wanted to, I wanted something more. I guess, so I guess I would say if I really had to pinpoint it down, uh, improvement to Nintendo Switch Online, which, as you know, we also uh, got during this Direct. But let's go through it. And, guys, uh, normally we don't hit everything during a Direct. Um, but this was kind of a big one. And whether you liked it or not. Uh, and we don't have a whole lot of other news. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of anything else to talk about this week. This is this is really the thing. Wait, so before we start, I also wanted to say that kind of what I was expecting, not necessarily what I wanted, but something, you know, knowing of the, the, the Bluetooth thing we talked about last week and the FCC filing saying being marked as private. And earlier in the week, it, it was announced that it will be public on Friday. So we're okay. Knowing that there's probably going to be a direct on Thursday. And like the, the day after I heard about the Friday date, Nintendo announces, yeah, there'll be a So like, okay, they're going to talk about a controller. We know this. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know which one. Well, or ones, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's uh for for people maybe you're out there and you're watching or listening and you wait for us to talk about this. Um I encourage you to go back and listen to it, maybe maybe even or or I'm sorry, watch it, go back and watch it as we talk about it. Uh some of these things we'll probably spend a little bit more time on than others. Um and uh I actually want to say this for for listeners, I normally don't take notes uh during a Nintendo Direct, but I was just in a place right now where I could today and uh, I actually wrote down each thing that was announced as well as a reaction next to it and so we're going to get those um, as we go but as we just kind of start out here we always do this when Nintendo has a big presentation and that is to just go around the horn and say um, how do we feel about this direct before we get into the videos like was it did you enjoy it did was it was it what you wanted? Uh, or on the opposite end, was it disappointing? Uh, that kind of thing. So, Nick, just kind of an overview from you. How did how did the like forty five minutes after it began? How what how did you feel? Where were you sitting with this direct? Um, I think I, it didn't have a lot in it. I will say that I I didn't like the fact one that there was so many like, hey, we were in this direct, and now they're going to be another direct for that and another direct for that. And that, that was part of the thing. I think that left me like, eh, we're used to that with smash. So I, that was no big deal, but with animal crossing and then the rest of the NSO information. Um, I also at the end thought it seemed like Nintendo pre pandemic. That was the other thing them, you know, uh, in COVID they were like, this is, going to come out at this date at this time. But now it seems like they're kind of going back to their old form where it's like, that's mm-hmm. 2022-ish, you know? And it's like, oh, okay, you're not mm-hmm. even going to give me a quarter for that one. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, that was my, that's my overview. Okay. Jesse, what about you? Just overall feeling uh, watching this direct? Yeah. Overall, like the pace just seems slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't seem as snappy as they usually are. And, you know, at the end of it, there was only like one or two games I really cared about. Albeit, that's normal. But still, one or two games in a 20-minute presentation is a different feeling than one or two games out of a 40-minute presentation. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm going to, I'm going to say here, I think this is probably uh, from what I've seen, at least reaction wise online, uh, people either really, really loved this direct like Zach Ryan immediately afterward tweeted and said, I feel like I need a cigarette uh, after, after watching that, or uh, you really hated it. Like it just didn't do anything for you. Kind of left you cold. Uh, One thing I thought they shouldn't have even mentioned was Metroid. Yeah. I understand why, but but they've been talking about it nonstop for three months. And I I understand, but you know, (laughs) uh, even, even during the paper Mario stuff, you know, they were, they were going to hype that you're going to hype, you know, origami King that you're going to see something about it. Uh, Some of the, some of you on this, on listened to the show for a long time, have heard me refer to an E3 presentation that Nintendo did pre-pandemic when they announced Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as uh, Dragon Grandpa time. Yeah. Uh, because it was, was god-awful. It was stupid. <laughs> uh, they should have done this. This is this direct, y'all. G-Shine. For me, for me, was borderline as bad or worse than Dragon Grandpa time. Oh, wow. Uh, that I, I, we'll just get into this as we go. Let's talk about some of these games. Uh, I'm going to read a, a quote from my document right here. I wrote this right before they talked to like, as the Metroid dread thing was coming on the screen, I wrote this and circled it 20 minutes in and only one game interests me. <laughs> uh, and that? so I want to say this because sometimes people are like, Marty, you just, you're grumpy, you crap on everything. I want to say this before we talk about this. If these ga- if you like these games and these are your jam, I am so happy for you. Um, on the other hand, I think I feel like this was um, this was not where they need to be uh, right now. So let's let's talk about. It. So they open up the direct. I really thought here with the very opening of the direct, we were getting the Smash logo, the cut, mm-hmm. you know, and it was going to be the final character. Instead, we get Monster Hunter Rise, and I wrote next to it, "Who cares." Um, this Most was of Japan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, this was uh, a movie trailer, like a trailer introduction for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, uh, which is paid DLC that is being billed as a massive update to Monster Hunter Rise coming in summer 2020. Uh, that's going to include new monsters, new eras, uh, new areas, uh, new hunter moves, uh, new tiers. Uh, so apparently this is going to be a pretty substantial update. Uh, this to me sounds like we didn't want to make Monster Hunter Rise 2 yet, so we're going to make more Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, Nick, you like Monster Hunter Rise. Did this do anything for you? Um, well, no, I I have not played Monster Hunter oh, Rise. I thought, I no, thought you... No, okay. sorry. But I will say, speaking of what Jesse said, I listen to NBC all the time, and Casey, has, Casey uh, DeFritis and that clan did like it, and they were always talking about, it's just missing some stuff. We're hoping for something big. We're hoping... So... I get the feeling that if you were a fan, you're you're pretty you're pretty jazzed after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I mean, this is this is for the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this is for the fans. Uh, from there, they launched uh, into the direct proper uh, with a series of headlines that included Super Mario, or I'm sorry, Mario Party Superstars. Uh, this was this was the one. Uh, I guess I could say there's been two, but here's the thing, really. Like for this, I felt like this wasn't a, a new game announcement. This was just updates on a game we already knew about. Yeah. So when I said there's one only one game I like, I was counting like 
new games. Right. Sure. So and we this, already knew uh, the release date, so that wasn't Yeah, we already know the release date. We know October 29th, Mario Party Superstar is coming out. Uh, they did announce the three remaining boards uh, of the game are from the N64 titles, uh, including uh, Horror House. Uh, is that the name of it? Was I, am I right on that? Mm, I, don't uh, know. It's, I didn't hit it's write horror or something. those details. Uh, so there's lots of, it's like a scary Boo Mansion thing. There's, um, there's one where um, there's Yoshi's Island. Uh, which, you know, there's there's crazy things going on there with money moles and stuff. Uh, all looks really good. Uh, they also announced a, a, a mini game mode where you just play mini games uh, and that any of these modes can be played online as well with other people, including like a survival mode to see how far you can get uh, before you kind of have to tap out and don't play uh, mini games anymore. I, I just I this is day one. For me, mm-hmm. like I've, I'm buying Mario Party Superstar. This is going to be on my extra life this year. Uh, we're going to this is I, I'm a sucker for Mario Party. Uh, yeah. Nick, I saw you nodding over there. Are you you're a Mario yeah. Party fan. Yeah, I'm a big Mario Party fan. It feels like they really took this one and said, OK, what did we mess up with on, on the last one we did on the Switch, the Super Mario Party or whatever that one was? And they fixed those things all online immediately. I love the survival mode so that Noah doesn't have to, my son doesn't have to deal with the board. He just wants to play the mini games. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. do that. So it's yeah, smart. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost WarioWare esque, mm-hmm. right? You know how like you could just jump into a remix mode and just play as many mini games as you want. Yep. Uh, I really like that. And I love that you can play at local couch co op or online. Uh, this is day one. Jesse, are you are you Mario Party fan? Uh, nah, I can't remember. Not really. Uh, like with the early the early N sixty four games, I did play with my first wife a lot, and then when my kids were old enough to actually play them, you know that was when you know late GameCube Wii era. So the games were kind of less good. So and then now there's like no one left to play them with. And the last the last one I tried to play was I think nine or ten. And was it like, the one yeah. on the Wii U with the cars where you had to drive around with each other? Yeah, I think it was the Wii U one. Yeah, that's the wrong one to play. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's not, and that's so, not the right one to play if you're trying to reignite the passion. If I had younger kids still, I probably would, but yeah, I'm, I'm passing on this. This will be good for a, a, like a family game night for us. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure. I'm fairly excited about it. Uh, from there, they announced uh, Voice of Cards. The Isle Dragon Roars, which uh, now has a demo available. So if you're interested uh, in this, it's a card battling game. So I know that like people who are on, uh, like John, I think from Dads After Dark, loves card battlers. Um, There's several others who do. I do not. Uh, And this, y'all, this was like, why did you put this here? That was my first question. Like, why in the world would you put this? I don't know in, who the developer point? is, but if uh, this probably would have Square been more sense in, in a, was it? Uh, that's why. Well, yeah, I was say it, w- it would have made more sense in an indie direct, but you know, Square Enix doesn't qualify. But they do. They have had third party presentations, so that might have been yeah. a better fit with that. Did it just? Did anybody else? Did it just look boring? It's like everything's cards and they don't move. They don't animate. They don't do anything. It's just like your cards falling on the table and dice kind of, rolling. It was like. It kind of reminded me of a th- the 3DS game that where your, your, your piece was literally is like a statue, like a board mm-hmm. game token. And it, you know, it walks when it walks, it's like rocking back and forth. 
because it's a statue. It can't move. All it can do is right. just kind of jump, hop. So I, it, I don't did, want to is this, Does this interest either of you guys? Mm, like, no. Are you are you not interested in the so I don't know if I mean I'm not I don't mind a good card game but I'm also not enraptured with them but does the board game aspect not at all interest you that that's I, what I thought here, might Now here's the thing Nick I, and that's a great question uh I like digital versions of board games I already have Sure so that I can play them like when nobody wants to play like I bought Wingspan mm-hmm. uh, and Carcassonne for when people don't want to play sure. uh this is not a game I know it's it's in fact it doesn't yeah. exist and I just like, I'm going to be real honest with you. I've been playing. Um, I, I'm just not a fan of card games, like where where the it takes cards to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Lost in Random, which is wonderful, except for the fact that I found I got into it and I found it was like crap. Oh, I, like, that? See, yeah, you get- I, I like the card aspect of that. You know, you know, you know, that and Steam World Quest. I just can't finish it. Yeah. I can't make myself finish it. Because Steam Quest, the, there was that one from uh, Game Freak that I liked and no one else did. But I liked those, but things like Slay the Spire and Dicey Dungeons was kind of... Oh, you're thing. talking about Town. Yes. Was Town a card game? Yeah, it, it, it had it, cards it, in it. It had cards. Oh, yeah, it did. Yep. Cards in quotes, but they weren't physical cards, but they were cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... I don't like the randomness aspect of it. It's like, if, you, if I earn a power... I should be able to use it. I, I don't know. This it did, did not do anything for me. Uh, and speaking of another game that did absolutely nothing for me, uh, Little Disco Town Hero. Mecca said, "Little Town Hero." What's that? Little Town <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Little Town Hero. That's right. Uh, it was called Town when they were <laughs> the, uh, the, developing. When it was in, yes. Another game that just absolutely I just don't get the appeal of, and I'm sure somebody will is gonna because I did, I think John and Drew talked about this. Last week on the show was Disco Elysium, uh, the final cut. Uh, this is coming out October 12th digitally and early 2022 physically. Pre-orders are available today. Uh, it's like a detective simulator. I have no idea. With lots of like your choices <laughs> open up different text things you can do, which change the game. <sighs> it just looked like a lot of reading. I was going to say these and... text-based games are getting pretty popular, you know, and so it is kind of like, Ah, do I want to? Yeah. I mean, we on game on Game Pass. It's like we've had three or four narrative games drop recently, and it's like Sean and I look at each other. So, does anybody who wants to cover that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, the, yeah. They're becoming pretty popular. Tim is all about it in the in the live react. Tim was Tim was pumping it up. I I don't know anything about it and probably won't play it. Yeah, this it, game I mean, originally was on uh, Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Two it kind of looked like a PlayStation Two game. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It is it it, it stylized. It, it's out there. It's uh, and it's good. it's coming out. Uh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass is ending up uh, on October 29th with uh the second wave Guardian of Remembrance. It's gonna bring in uh two new uh, aspects of the story: Battle for Kakariko Village and the Battle of Gopanga with new playable characters Pura and Robbie, and one more that has not been announced yet. Added actions for existing characters, new stages, uh, and that's either can be bought uh, separately or part. Of, uh, well, I don't think it can be bought. Separately. No, you can't. You can't buy you it separately. Buy it's buy it part as part of the, of the battle pass. So you, yeah. you can buy the battle pass. Battle pass one is already out, but you play as uh, a guardian. That's pretty cool. Um, I still haven't beat Age of Calamity, like the main story. I've, I yeah. haven't bought it, so I bought it. <laughs> I and like can I tell it. You, I, I just. 
I go through like, I'll go through a spell, like where I'll play it for a little bit. Like, and then I'll be like, all these things open on the map. Like I'll do one thing and I'll be like, bling, 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 bling. 20 of them pop up. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I just turn my switch off. Yeah, I bought it. And this is a place where DLC really, I think is not, I mean, I'm happy. DLC is probably great for everybody who really loves the game, but for somebody who just wants to get into it and they've dropped all this DLC, it's just too, like, now you feel buried and it's like, do Mm -hmm. I really want to open this up? And there's all this stuff. No, I mean, that's exactly how I feel on the map. Like I feel buried, (laughs) like drip feed me that stuff. I mean, I don't need like, you know, 400 quests to defeat Bokoblins. Congratulations, you completed two quests. Here are 40 more. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. Well, and by the time, like, like they start popping on there and it's like, ding, 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 ding. by the time it's over, I'm like, which one do I go to? And then, you know, they very helpfully get the little guardian and he's like, bleep, 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 you know, like point at one. And then you go there and you can't even do it yet. I'm like, why did you point at it? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't understand. I just want to push buttons and fight Ganon. Uh, you know, I, anyway, um, Gentlemen, we we need to talk about this next game. Um, Do we? Who who told who told Square Enix that people wanted a Chocobo racing game? Wasn't me. Abusel hit it on the head. It looks like Mario Kart assets. The the I mean the race the the racing track absolutely does. I was watching the direct with my son. This comes on, and he's standing there screaming at the TV. It's just Mario Kart. Yeah, it's just Dur- Mario Kart. Dur- during Why the reaction, just during the reaction, Justin said, "And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why we don't have Mario Kart Night." <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, this is why we don't have Final Fantasy Pixel versions on consoles yet, because they've been working on Chocobo GP. Don't buy this game. Don't buy it. And then they'll quit making garbage like this. 2022 for Chocobo GP. God. Uh, well, the first thing there, I thought of when that when I saw that is, I wonder if my friend has a voice in it like she did in the last Chocobo game. That's true. Uh, from there, they announced that the final Super Smash Brothers Ultimate character will be announced in two weeks. October 5th, uh, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, 40-minute presentation in which, or Central, I'm sorry, it's standard. It's always been CST. It's not standard. Why is it not? Why was CST okay for years? And now it's like, oh, no, you have to use CDT. It never has been. Yeah, we so just, it's only, it's it only always just for, gets slid by, but now Jesse's like, he's going to pound it home. It's only good for it. five months out of the year. Anyway, well, we've had this argument before. It's CST. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's God's time. Uh, October 5th, 9 a.m., uh, 40-minute presentation, not only to debut the character, but also for Sakurai to play this. Do we feel like this means that that character is available that day as well, since it's so early in the I morning? So. Prob- I don't. Maybe most, but most Smash characters can I can I say this? Most Smash characters release about six PM standard time. <laughs> it's due to that on it's, purpose. It's a Tuesday. Does that matter? I don't um, know when they usually I, release. And, and honestly, can I I will say this too? Last year at this time, guess what they did? Isn't this when they announced Steve? Uh, maybe I don't remember. In October of last year, Prob- Yeah, I don't know. So who do we I'm think it's going to be? 
yeah, Steve reveal October 1st, 2020. So literally a year later, they're re- revealing the last character from the battle from the battle pass. They've only done two characters uh, prior in a year. Uh, I, I just I remember crazy things like that. I, Who do I, I think it's going to be? It's I think it's going to be Waluigi. I, I I hope they go meta. I like it's. You think it's an a, NES? It's going to be a Watasan. Wow. Or Miyamoto? You think it's going to be like a, a lineup of Nintendo greats? Yeah, and the, the alt the alt colors will just yeah. be a Miyamoto. Yeah. Iwato, a Miyamoto, Sakurai, Reggie. Mm. <laughs> you need Reggie in there. He's in a mech. Uh, now, here's my son and I were actually talking about this today about who it could be. He thinks it's going to be Crash Bandicoot. No. Uh, but do. but I, I and I don't want it to be Crash Bandicoot either. But but here here's listen to my reasoning here. I think it has to be because this is they're hyping it up. This is the last character, the last presentation for Smash Ultimate. It is going to be a Nintendo property. I would agree it's with that. It's not going to be a third party. It's going to be a Nintendo character. But can I also make another prediction? Please no do. matter who it is, everyone's going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah, that's a given. There is way too much hype. It's lingered too long. Like, for, for every person is, who wants Waluigi, there are five people who don't. So, Waluigi or not, someone's going to be disappointed. Well, and and, and honestly, it, there, Smash has given us so much. I, I mean, I want it to be Waluigi. Will I be disappointed? Yes. But will I stop playing the game? Absolutely not. I mean, it's it is literally one of the most perfect package games that's that's ever existed. Uh, I mean, I've got a short list of people that I want it to be. Waluigi is the top of that list. Um, but I like Nick. What about you? You you got a you got a pick? So it's, I have no skin in this game. To be fair, right? um, I mean, I I play it every once in a while with the kiddos because uh, they love it, and we just goof off. Um, uh, but I hope it's Waluigi because I, I there's been such a fervor for it. I would just love to go on Twitter and stay away from all those haters and just like bask in everybody's glory. That's like, yes, I mean, I, I just think it'd be great. You know, it's going to go crazy. It would light up Twitter and the Internet and our discord. And I just want to well, see and, it. And I mean, think about it. This is the this is the bonus character, right? I mean, this is the 11th character mm-hmm. uh, that sh- technically should not be there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesse, you got a guess? Well, I said a water son. That was that was that yeah, was a serious yeah. oh, guess. Yeah, right. A serious uh, guess. Okay. So I, I, I asked my son if if he's paying attention to his phone, what he would want. And Is anybody in the chat phone. got a guess? Anybody saying anything that they think Lull, it might be? Well, says someone says Plock. <laughs> of course, it's yeah. not going to be Plock. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Get out of here, Dan. Uh, <laughs> sushi, sushi striker, uh, Drago oh from Ring Fit. Oh, it, that Abraham would be really Link- cool. Abraham Lincoln from Codename Steam. <laughs> can, can can I can I throw out a, a guess that I think might happen that I think actually will make people happy, but will also disappoint people. Gino? What if it's what if it's the new Chozo Warrior from Metroid Dread? Huh. Hmm. I'd be okay with this. 
Or what if it's an Emmy and it's just, they're all the different colors. Cause there's seven of them. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I just think like, look, it's the fifth dread comes out on the eighth. I think it I'm, not be mad. Thing I'm not mad and if it's another Metroid character. I'm not mad. And then and if, if, if that's the case, they release the, they release the character on the eighth. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Uh, I think that, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I think it would make the internet the most mad. They would just be like, wow, another. No, why? Metroid because character. people have been after more Metroid characters forever. I don't There's know, Samus, maybe. Dark Samus and Ridley. That's it. What else yeah. are you going to do? Silex? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I just, I just I don't think want it to be, be Silex. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> mean, nightmare. Mini nightmare. <laughs> Out of everything yeah. that's said, the coolest would be to dip into Ring Fit. Not going to lie. I doubt it's going to be a thing, but that Ring would Fit be trainer. fun if they did that. Yeah. I Ring Fit Trainer be- or Drago. I could get into either one of those, and I think that would be fun. Okay. All right. Hey, Don't see, get me I, wrong. The internet would this, still be pissed. This is one of those things. <laughs> can I be honest with you? This is one of those things I'm going to miss from Smash being done mm-hmm. is the speculation and the, the conjecture yeah. over which character it's going to be and how they fit. And, and remember, too, one of the things, too, is that every when we think about this, every character changes Smash's play style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been a hallmark of the DLC characters. There's been a different element that it's that's been introduced each time. So how can it change? Well, I mean, one of the obvious changes is, I mean, you know, to have it. Oh no, there's oh, man, there's just lots of characters. Yeah, yeah I, say, I don't Tetris know the characters block. all enough be to cool. like dip into that. <laughs> it's, it's Tetris Tetris block from Tetris ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ring Ring Fit is uh, you know a top ten Switch game now, so. Having a ring fit rep. It's a top 10 switch game, and it would be a change of the change of controls. Yep, absolutely. Uh, From there, um, it was talked about um, the the brand new Kirby game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, 3D Kirby. This looks like it was probably built in the same engine that Super Mario, uh, the, the Bowser's Fury. Mm-hmm. Was built in. It looks gorgeous. Uh, I have no clue what's going on in this game, and all they gave us was 2022. Uh, I love that they showcase some of the copy abilities, uh, and one of the bosses, the big monkey that grabbed Kirby and you know was fighting in the arena with him. Uh, how did this land with you guys? Kirby, the new Kirby game. I have spring of 2022. Um, yeah, I don't know. If- Spring. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I yeah, forgot okay. to write that down. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure because that was going to bump me out. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm super, I'm super excited. I could not be more excited for another Kirby game. And to be fair, my whole love for Kirby um, started when uh, my son learned to platform with Kirby Star Allies. Um, and oh, so, cool. yeah, that game. I know everybody was like, ah, this game, blah blah. blah it's not that great for me. It, it'll all Kirby. That game will always have a soft spot because. He could be whoever he wanted to be, and he could fall in a hole and then just pop right back up. And that's really how he learned to play platformers. So I'm really excited to play this one with him. So I couldn't be more excited. It's probably one of the top games that I'm excited for. Yeah, Jesse, what about you? I've never been a Kirby fan. I've tried playing Kirby games, and like the only one I ever finished was the Wii one. 
like oh epic yarn yeah 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 it, but or, no, re- or was it return to dreamland no the one where, okay we use where you painted right is that there was a painting one wasn't there or something like that where you like drew a line uh, yeah. or something like yeah. that. I can't remember which one. That yeah, is. that was one of the Wii U. There was one of the uh, similar yeah. to that as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm, I'm not. I, I I bought Return to Dreamland and tried playing it and didn't get far. I I like. I really love this and I love the 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 visual style of it and the the fun way that they were playing around with some of Kirby's copy abilities, like the mm-hmm. the spike turning into a ball that can now roll and. And break into seven. It looks like you're finding these star things uh, that are scattered all over the map. So it kind of has this Mario Odyssey type, you know, of, yeah. of collection thing going on. I really, um, I really, really, really wish that they would do more with uh, Planet Robobot. That's oh, yeah. my favorite Kirby game of all time. Yeah. Uh, and I just like, I don't know. I just like, I know that each one's different. Each one has a gimmick, but I, and I, I fully believe this one has a gimmick past, oh, it's 3D. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there's something else. Uh, and so I'm, I'm anxious to see what that is. I just think they probably weren't ready to reveal it sure. uh, right now. Uh, I'll be picking this one up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet March or April for this game. Yeah. Yeah, Justin said it, and I, I was kind of in the same thought, where it's like it's that Yoshi Crafted World game, you know, that sits yeah. usually right in yeah. that uh, right in that vein. Very um, end of March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's a platformer, and it's going to have some challenge, but it's for the kids, too. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. Uh, Animal Crossing update. Nick, all right, here we go. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the roost is coming back to Animal Crossing. They sh- briefly showed uh, this addition to the museum, uh, and then let us know that there would be further details given in a direct in October, uh, with what they called a large update that would drop in November. Uh, dude, what do you think about this? What are, what are we getting? I mean, I know we're getting Brewster because he yeah. was shown his yeah. head was shown. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Animal Crossing characters. He's coming. And I can't wait. Yeah, I mean that's what the community's the community has wanted this character for since the beginning. So, um, but the fact that it's its own direct at first really kind of miffed me because I was like, oh come on, like just let's do it, let's just get it all out there. But, um, mate, you know they said a large direct, so maybe this is gonna be another twenty thirty minute direct where they're gonna really drop a a really large update and i'm i'd be i'd i'm super pumped to see what that can be it's gonna be available in november and if you if you're interested you go back to the video and you look at where it's like it where they kind of just sit with the logo the faded out background is the roost if you look at that if you're interested Mm. to see it you can actually see the cafe and the cash register and all that jazz. And you so they kind of threw that little Easter egg in there. So if you're interested in seeing okay. what the cafe is going to look like, you can go look at that. Um, I the, What else do they want? The uh, community wants gyroids. Um, yes. I would love to yes. see that. Yes. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'd time like to, to have something else to dig up. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I would like to see them do more with this planting aspect. You know, they brought this with the pumpkins. This was a thing that they brought out, and it's just the pumpkins. I'd love for them to kind of build into that into that um, planting aspect in the mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, bring mm-hmm. other things. So, yeah, there's a million things they could do. Uh, 
Uh, Lordy B, I have not been on my island in in a while. I'll be the first to admit it. I was like, listen, you ain't going to update this. Then oh, I'm, same here. Then, yeah, I, then I'm went, not going to play anymore. I went back about three weeks ago, and it was like, oh wow, I can't, I can't even imagine. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna record it just so that I can I can throw it on a YouTube. It took me it took me like uh, three or four days to smash all the roaches. Like they just kept coming. It was like <laughs> what what and what is going on? Um, Justin has been after this idea for a long time that Animal Crossing uh, was going to get a paid DLC update. Do you think that that could be this? Oh, man, so nervous. Um, If it is, if it is this, they got to find whatever they do. They have to find a way where islands can marry, not trade for people who decided to get the DLC and not get the DLC. Mm -hmm. And that's the... That's the biggest problem with this is you can they either now have to block items from being traded from one player to another if they don't have the right DLC, which I'm sure they can do. But it Just don't really let them go to the island. Yeah, it really changes. It would change the game a, a lot to be Change a lot of the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really don't think they are. Could they? For sure. For sure they could. But I really yeah. don't think this is something that they're going to do. I think this will be a free update. Yeah. I may, this may be controversial. I think they need to. I think it needs to be a paid update. I think it needs to be an update that is substantial enough to warrant the pay feature. And I think that they need to say, if you're not going to update, bon voyage. Bye. What do you mean by bye? <laughs> just like, like- why just bye? Like, I mean, like you... If you're not going to pay to update this, you can you can play, but some of the features aren't going to work anymore. We're going to so move you on. Think they need to do that. I mean, there's Why certainly do I think they need to do that because uh, at this time last year, Animal Crossing was the hottest video game that was out. I mean, and when we talk about red hot, it was it was more than red hot; it was white hot. Everyone mm-hmm. was talking about yeah. Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. Everybody was playing Animal Crossing. I don't know anybody playing Animal Crossing anymore. Very few people, unless they're streaming it on Twitch or YouTube mm-hmm. and doing tutorials on how to how to make your island look like this. They need to do something massive to make some waves and generate sales. And that's what, to me, that's what would, would do it. It's like, you know, why put in a year or two almost, almost two years, after the game is is released, why put effort into a massive free update? That's fair. Just, like, yeah. Just make them pay. And and when I say pay, it doesn't like a massive update in today's gaming world doesn't have to be $25, 10 bucks, mm-hmm. 10 bucks to upgrade. And and honestly, for a lot of people like that would complain about that, skip a couple of Starbucks runs and boom, there it is. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, you're. I mean, on a business sense, you're totally right. Why? Why add all this? Stuff it just sounds when, slimy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's it's fair. Like they're put. If this is a massive update where they've added Brewster, they've added gyroids, uh, maybe they're doing something with with Zelda or who knows. You like, know, there's like a million a, things they could do. I want them to add. A, I want it to be a massive update where there's more than just one new building that shows up on day one, and I get tired yes. of it a week later. Yeah. I, you know. Part yeah. of the part of the cool thing about New Leaf for for the for the 3DS was that town section where buildings got revealed over time mm-hmm. as you played and upgraded. 
Mm-hmm. I would love a feature like that. Like, oh man, I can see it. I wonder what it is. You know, there, there's so much they've been hiding back from us that was available in other games. I'll pay 15 bucks, make it all available, give it to me in a drip feed over time. Uh, keep me coming back to the island because really that's what you want. You want people coming back to the island so that there's buzz again, mm-hmm. right? And and buzz again means, oh man, I didn't jump into the switch because I couldn't find one during the pandemic, but now this this new OLED thing's out. How about I pick it up in Animal Crossing? My friends are in there, they're playing it, they're they're having fun again. Mm-hmm. And so now you have a whole new crop of sales, right? Because if not, yeah. here's the thing. If if it's not a massive update here, whether it's free or not, it's DOA. Uh, well, I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's DOA, but it's not gonna. It's gonna. Fa- it's gonna have a, a short tail for sure. It's, it's gonna, a very short tail. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that like you're gonna come back to it for a couple months. Yeah. Let's be honest, Nick. You're gonna come back to it for a couple months, and then it's your island's gonna be growing roaches again. Yeah, no, I agree with that. If it's not something serious, you know what I'd really love to see, and I I've said this from the from almost the very beginning is I would love that island again where you could do stuff with friends because that's the problem. Like Noah just mm. got tired of coming to my island. It was like, well, what are we going to do? Play with this, play the same timer games over again? I mean, I mean, in Dad Crossing, we did a whole episode of like, what can you do on somebody's island that's fun and creative and, you know, that, that uh, give me something to do. Like, give me those those soccer goals that they have. Let me be able to put them down and when the ball rolls into it, it like, hey, a one goes over the goal Pop or some something. some confetti. Yeah. 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 Like play a game. Let me be able to work with other people and play a game and, and have some fun in that way. If they did that, I think you would have a game that people would keep coming back to. I like this. I like that idea. Hey, Jesse, is this going to make you come back and play Animal Crossing? No. <laughs> in fact, I, uh, I talked about it a few weeks ago. I haven't done it yet. But to prepare for the OLED and doing the system transfer from old switch to new switch uh, to, to not have to deal with animal crossing because it's save format is different. I'm planning on deleting it. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, let's, let's speed through a couple of updates here about some games that they kind of sped through too. Uh, Mario golf super fair. rush is, huh? That sounds fair. Uh, Mario golf <laughs> super rush is getting a second free update. Uh, available right now, uh, two new characters, Koopa Troopa and Ninji, uh, with two new courses, a winter windy course and a sandy palm tree course that uh, Nick described to us earlier as balls hard. Uh, and so you can go check that out right now if you're an owner of Mario Golf Super Rush. It's two updates in one. They also uh, announced Disney Magical World 2, which is a 3DS game. Uh, is getting an upgrade to the Enchanted Edition will be available holiday 2021, uh, as well as in the holiday area. Uh, We're getting Knights of the Old Republic too, guys. That's crazy. We're getting KOTOR. It's just not the new version. Not not Knights of the Old Republic too. Knights of the Old Republic also. We're getting Knights of the Old... Yeah, I meant also. Uh, (laughs) This is the original game, and trust me, it looks it very did, much yeah. like the original game. Uh, pre-orders yeah, I, are available I, I, today. I think this one's weird that this gets announced now after the remaster for PC and PlayStation. Gets oh, announced. I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's, oh, please buy it before the other one comes out. Shut up. Don't ask us for the other one because it's never going to run on a Switch. 
Uh, pre-orders available today. It's uh, it's out November 11th for those of you who are interested in that. And also, Dying Light 2 Stay Human Cloud version uh, is coming February 4th with a free demo available on launch day. It is the 4th. That's like uh, my notes or something. It is. It's February fourth. The demo is available that day to see if you can play the cloud version or yeah, not on your it. Switch. Uh, and then Dying Light Platinum Edition will be coming out on October nineteenth, and pre-orders are available today. Uh, I think it's a good time right here to kind of lean into this. I said this, and I didn't realize it until I said it during the direct. But I just kind of went, ah, post-apocalyptic zombies again. Um, this is with crafting, Marty. This is with crafting. Nick, let me let me just say something right here. I swear to it God, every help. listen. I swear to God, every game has crafting now. That's I'm true. tired of it. Every I game has post-apocalyptic. I really just want to pick up a game where I can pick things up and they're already ready. Like I just I don't want to make a machete out of a stick and a rock that I have to go out and hit something until the rock falls out of it. I'm tired of that. I'm done. This bubble needs to burst. Post-apocalyptic. Bye. Zombies. Way far gone. by. I don't even care about The Walking Dead anymore. It's in the final season. I'm really just watching it because I feel an obligation to finish. Uh, it's like, oh, gosh, I have to do this. Uh, it, the worst reason I, to do something. Can I, can I, really, can I get a witness, y'all? Is is am I the only one who feels like post-apocalyptic and/or slash zombies is just done? I've never been a fan of that. I I don't know. I'm not I'm not 100 percent so. I mean, listen, I would be playing Dying Light two on the Xbox if I wasn't such a chicken. And I dream about games that I play. So <laughs> so I really don't. I don't play don't zombie play. games for that reason. Yeah. Um, um, but other than that, man, this game looks, I mean, I know Sean is really trying hard to get me to play this game, um, because it, it's right up my alley. It's a, it's a survival crafting, uh, fight your way through it, kind of make a bigger base game. And, and it's even got a narrative to it. I mean, it looks cool. I'd be down for it. I just have issues with playing zombie games, just to be yeah, honest. We have two clowns <sighs> in the chat that might need moderation over here. <laughs> Named Tim and Justin. Oh, well. <laughs> they can't show up for the show, but they can be in the chat. It's totally I was say, fun. what's up with this? Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. I uh, really do. Uh, also, hey, guys, uh, Triangle Strategy is not a product any- or project anymore. It's just a game. Oh, uh, just like Project Octopath Traveler became Octopath Traveler, Project Triangle Strategy has become Triangle Strategy. Uh, pre-orders were available today. Comes out March 4th. Uh, and they claim to have taken lots of notes from the DLC, I mean, from the survey after the demo, including adding an easy mode and uh, doing some uh, adjustments to the game and making things better uh, based on people's suggestions. So, hey, they do listen. Uh, so that's out there today. Uh, Nintendo chose then to give us a reminder on Metroid Dread. There's a new Metroid Dread report. Uh, I think it's Dread Report 9. It's available over at metroid.nintendo.com. You can go check that out. And then wait, wait, get- can I can I stop for just a second? Yeah, sorry. Absolutely. I know I'm yeah, I didn't mean to. Um here's where I just I know Tim's listening, so I just want to say this because Tim's been saying they need to do all this push for stuff because people don't know about this, about the history of Metroid and all that jazz. No 
they need to do this push, but they need to find a quick, snappy way to tell this narrative when you start up Metroid Dread. Like, that, that's the thing. Like, all these videos and these posts and these blogs and these tweets, I don't know. I'm not going to read. I just am not going to read all this and watch all this. Just give me, find a way to do a five to seven, eight minute snappy. This is what happened. This is where you're at. Now play. And that's where they need to do it, right? In the I think that, that the director of Metroid Dread said that was going to happen. I hope it does. The if they beginning. do that, kudos. I think he said that, like during the reveal, during at E3 or whatever, that he said that was going to that something like that was going to happen. But maybe I, I personally enjoy this. Um, but I'm going to come back to Metroid here in just a minute. All okay. right. So All right. Um, as we talk about uh, Nintendo Switch Online, uh, it was it was unveiled right in the middle of this direct that a brand new membership plan called the Expansion Pack is coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Beginning in late October, uh, those with existing memberships were assured that they could change over to the expansion expansion pack. Um, and Jesse puts in our notes here, wondering how that will work for those of us who are prepaid for two years. Don't know. Uh, more details, including a release date and pricing, will be announced at a later date. But this update adds Nintendo 64 and Mega Drive and Sega Genesis games to the Nintendo Switch Online with online multiplayer, including four-player online multiplayer for Nintendo 64 games. Four times um, the lag. Yeah, right. I know somebody was saying, what are we paying for? And I was like, more computers to uh, horribly um, handle online gameplay. Uh, <laughs> so for the Nintendo 64, um, these games will be available at launch. Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, Ocarina of Time, which honestly, uh, did you notice they led with that? Mm-hmm. They led yep. with Ocarina of Time. Win Back, which I've never heard never of. Never heard of. Uh, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, which I forgot existed, and Sin and Punishment, which is a Japanese game that never came out uh, over here. I, I did Genesis, it, what, I, was that it, it was on Virtual well? Console, but it was never released over here. Right, but I, I was wondering: was this was this released in Europe and not North America, or was it never released in Europe? I'm not sure. I'll I'm not look. sure. That's you got to you got to dig in the archives. Uh, Genesis games at, at launch: Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Fantasy Star Four, Ristar, Shining Force, Shinobi Three, Sonic Two, Streets of Rage, and Strider. Uh, does it? Uh, Nick, as he's digging, I want to ask you this question. Does it strike mm-hmm. you or anyone else as odd that they didn't start with Sonic 1? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, and what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you why it, because as a guy who, who didn't have a, have a Sega Genesis, who didn't really get into Sega, not because I didn't want to, my mom was like, choose your console. And I was like, well, I'll stick with Nintendo. Um, I'm actually most excited about the Genesis games. Okay. And I would love to have Sonic 1 and 2 on there. I'm going to buy that controller because I've never held one. And I'm going to play these random weird games and probably not play the 64 games because I'm like, well, I beat all those. I've played you know all what's those. what's really and... disappointing? What? Is, uh, and, and I'm going to – let's diverge here and bring up something you just said. You're going to buy the controller. They also did reveal that N64 and Genesis controllers are coming. They're wireless. They'll sync oh, to the sorry, Switch. Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, those will be available for $50 each. Mm. 
Uh, and the Genesis version is only the three button controller. Uh, there was a moment during the Genesis's life cycle where they expanded to a six button controller and the game, some games were absolutely necessary. Hmm. So does that mean they're going to sell us a $50 three button controller? And then six months down the line, they're going to be like, Oh, here's the $50 six button controller. Probably. Don't you need it now? Or just never include those games. That's, that's my worry. Yeah. That's my worry. Uh, I don't like, I'm not understanding the whole starting with, um, yeah, weird. starting with uh, Shinobi three, starting with Sonic two, uh, starting with fantasy star four. Um, I mean, are these the, are these the shining moments in these franchises? I don't know. Um, like I said, Sonic two is really good, but Sonic three is better. And I'm going to have, you're going to have to buy a Sonic collection to get that. And it makes me wonder what's going to happen with those collections of things that are coming out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and another thing too is, Castlevania Bloodlines and Contra Hardcore are already in Castlevania and Contra collections that Konami sells. So how did that work? <laughs> because, you know, the argument's been a while, like, oh, why are there no Mega Man games on, on NES Nintendo Switch Online? Well, because there's a Mega Man Legacy collection. I guess it's, does the company want to play ball with Nintendo to allow them to be in a part of this emulation or not? How much yen's getting thrown around? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, it's just, like it's weird Sin to me. Sin and Punishment mm-hmm. was released in Japan in August 2000 and in China in 2004 on the IQ player. And it didn't release anywhere else until Wii Virtual Console. Yeah. I remember that being a big moment for the Wii Virtual Console to get Sin and Punishment. Um, it's just odd to me that they start here with Streets of Rage 1 and Golden Axe 1 and Sonic 2. I just, I can't, I can't get past that. Uh, And I sit here and I'm like, it's weird to me. I can't get past it. The controllers are $50 full well knowing that as soon as those things open up, I'm flying to the website to buy both. Uh, And I want to revisit something I thought about earlier when we were talking about Mario Party Superstar. Uh, Do you think Mario Party is coming to the Nintendo 64 online? I thought about that. I think it is. I don't think the first one. I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh, you... You just like you're selling us the 64 because game and you're giving us 64 Mar- games. Like, Mario Party really One ironic. is the Palm Shredder. They're you not going to release yeah. that again. I will yeah. say this: everybody that I know of talks about how bad Nintendo 64 controllers were, how much they broke. N64 controller you know, is one of my whatever. favorite ones. It's one of my favorites, but I never had a broken controller, and I had four of them, and we played Mario Party almost daily. So what are you doing with them? Like, come on, guys. Anyway, so uh, they also let us know. I wanted to mention this too. Nintendo 64 games planned for future release. They didn't say anything about Genesis games, but they went ahead and showed off Majora's Mask, Mario Golf, Pokemon Snap, Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards, Paper Mario, and two that I thought were long shots for coming to anything F-Zero X and Banjo freaking Kazooie. That's crazy. Coming to, and and y'all, <laughs> they show Banjo Kazooie for five seconds. They don't even mention it. Like, it's not even a big deal. So, yeah, yeah, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why that wasn't a big, I mean, maybe they just didn't think it would be a big deal to the crowd, but I mean. Really? 
that's a game where really? when we chatted about when I'd hear you guys chat about 64, you'd be like, well, it can't be that one there. That's in license. I hell, you just know? said that to somebody this morning on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I was like, might as well write off license games and anything from rare. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then Nintendo comes in and Nintendo's it up. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, can, can I ask this? Why not Donkey Kong 64? I liked the game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, that's that's it's a good garbage. question. I'm kind of surprised. It's garbage, but listen, I'll but play agree. it if it's free. If I don't have to, if I don't have to pay for it, if I'm only paying once a year, I'll pay. I'll play it. Well, it doesn't mean just because they didn't say it's in the future release list doesn't mean it's not. In I'm the just. I know, list. but I'm saying like, like they go out of their way to, to show win back, and that's true. It's like. <laughs> And there's and well, no mention of Donkey Kong 64, no mention of Diddy Kong 64. Because they want here's some, the thing, guys. They want something the banjo, we're showing in April. The Banjo-Kazooie doors are now open. Right? True. Well, maybe. The doors I mean, are open. You know, who knows how much they paid to get here's, that or what they had to do. So, And, and while we're still in this pocket, I'm speaking about doors being open, I wanted, to, I wanted to throw this out here. You're promoting Metroid Dread to the point that Nick doesn't want you to communicate with him anymore. Okay, <laughs> right. There's well, all this. No, no, no. You said I just want to be able to read this backstory in like seven to nine minutes. Yes, I do. I don't. Care. You, I want to make sure, though, that people realize if you want to do this, that's fine. I, I'm just I'm not one of those people that's like, don't do it. I'm just no, saying no. I want it listen, to be in the game. Anyway, sorry. Listen, I just make here's, sure my here's my point. Instead of telling us all of that, why did you not take this opportunity to also say, oh, and by the way, we're also releasing Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. When, so that now you can play the entire freaking Metroid 2D bloodline before Dread comes out, or or as you wait for Dread. Because come on, that's, that's got common sense written all over it. The, Nintendo doesn't the, the do whole what rumor. You the whole rumor that everyone was talking about for weeks leading up to this was Game Boy games. Game Boy games are coming to Nintendo Switch. Game Boy games, Game Boy Advance games coming to Nintendo Switch. Which games do you want? Let's make a list. Da, 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 da. And then and then in the last week, it's just been like, yeah, it's Nintendo 64. And then it happens. <laughs> I'm going to say this. And it's going to make people mad, and I don't care. Nintendo 64 games can go burn. Give me my Game Boy games. I, that's what I want. I want Mario Land. I want Mario Land 2. I want... All I want Solar Striker. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Nobody knows what Solar Striker is. I want all of that. I want those Game Boy games. I want Game Boy Advance games. So neglected. I'm so sick of hearing about Smash 64 and Ocarina of Time and all that crap. Give me my Game Boy games. We'll be cool. And you know what? Here's the thing. I now have renewed hope that Nintendo is going to do that. I really think this expansion pass. I, I mean, guys, charge me another 50 bucks a year. I don't care. Just give me the games. Give me the games. How much do you think they're going to charge? Oh, fi- another 50 bucks a year? No, no. I'm going to tell you uh, what I think. Can I tell you what I think they're going to charge? I sure. think they're going to charge another $20. Okay. So $40. For, for, I want, for a single bad. person. For a single person. Single person. Okay, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think that the family is going to be close to 70 Because of the extra, you know, like all the extra people. Yeah. Like uh-huh. what and all I'm doing is just doubling. I'm just yeah, doubling yeah, yeah. what they're charging. I, did right the now. Math. I, think, I just right. it takes Yeah, me I mean, a while. like just do the math. I think they're gonna <laughs> double it. I don't think I think if they do anything less than that, it's gonna undervalue it possibly mm-hmm. a little bit. See if they do double it, you know, 
you know, seventy dollars a year. I might. That's something I really got to think about when it comes time to renew in twenty twenty four. It's true. It's true. Twenty twenty three. Whatever. Whenever my. Or do you think that they'll keep it more close to like, like Xbox Live Game Pass pricing, like sixty bucks? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I I just hope they make it a smooth process for me to convert, and especially since I have more than a year book banked. Don't you think they're just going to prorate it? I mean, it's. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to. You I mean yeah? They're just gonna. That's what they did when I moved from a single account to a family account. They just said, okay, well, here's what you got left on that account, and we're gonna discount it towards the there family, and there you go. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be that simple. Anything more than that seems weird. Yeah, I think you'll probably just pay the extra. Yeah, and then they'll probably ask you to pay the extra for an entire year. Yeah, uh, or maybe since you're two years ahead, they'll say, "Here's what it's going to cost you for two years to bring you up to speed." Then we'll see you in two years. Yeah, and they basically just yeah they take that account they take whatever it would cost and whatever you got left. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll just, definitely yeah. pay the upcharge for two That's years. That's how I'm right there. It's yeah. just. When it's time to continue, is I'm going to have to think about it. Yeah, my 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 son was talking about Mario 64, and he's hoping, and it likely is, he's hoping that it's the original North American release that has the backwards long jump glitch in it, as opposed to the Shindu release that was used in the 3D All Stars version. Because he didn't mm. like that. Okay. Well, I I'm on record as saying. Unless they do something with that uh, god awful camera, I'm never playing Mario 64 again. I played it. I've played yeah, all the Mario games in the, the All Stars version. The camera makes sense never when you're it. playing it on a 964 controller. That's true. The C buttons, I get it. I'm, I'm all, I'm all there with you. <laughs> it I'm may make you. sense. It still doesn't make it good. that's a whole thing. Uh, it may make sense, but it doesn't make it good. Uh, let's talk about a few more little, uh, little blips here. Uh, Nintendo then goes from here into kind of an available today section. But before they do that, uh, they announced Shadowrun Trilogy. Uh, who saw this coming to Switch, right? Um, I forgot uh, that was a franchise. Uh-huh. Shadowrun Trilogy coming 2022. Let me just take an aside here and say this. I said it in our chat today on our Discord. Can we all just agree, no matter what we, no, no matter like if we're Xbox, PlayStation, whoever, you know, where our allegiances lie. 2022 is going to be an absolute banger year for video games. Yeah, man. It is going to be loaded. It's yeah. for, it, all, and for all of those COVID delayed games are finally going to drop. <laughs> yep. Yep. And guess what? In 2022, they're going to release Grand Theft Auto 5 again on something else, uh, too. That's coming. It's probably my, finally going to come to Switch then. My toaster. Uh, <laughs> your fridge. Fridge OS now can run Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, okay, so available today. Let's talk about these. Castlevania Advance Collection. Bang. We knew that was coming. Four games, including Dracula X uh, and Circle of the Moon, Aria of Sorrow, and is it Mirror of Ruin? Couldn't tell uh, you. It's, it's, it's the <laughs> I'm, first. I'm with Jesse. It's the first three Game Boy Advance games plus Dracula X. I don't know why that got included in there. As well as their Japanese versions. It's 20 bucks out in the eShop. It's already sitting on my Switch. Uh, then Jesse, let's sit in the pocket here and talk about this game right here. Game of show, game of show, act razor Renaissance out. Now when purchased, you get, uh, the, uh, five songs from the original soundtrack and 10 wallpapers go buy act razor Renaissance. You will not be disappointed. If you're a sim fan, it's here for you. If you're an action game fan, 
It's here for you. If you're an RPG fan, it's here for you. Fantastic story. Even better music. God, the game in this the music in this game is so good. Yeah, during this part, Justin has had us look at his face like, what the hell am I watching? I was freaking <laughs> out. And my and, and that's exactly my son's looking at me like, what in what do you what is this? What is this? It looks gorgeous. I, I downloaded it. It's sitting on my switch. I have not got to boot it up yet. I cannot wait to play it. Then boom again, Delta Rune, chapter one and two. Free on Nintendo Switch right now. You can, it's a free update. If you already have Delta Rune Chapter One, it's available right now on Nintendo Switch. That's sitting there as well. Uh, also, Arcade Archives Pac Man and Xevious were released today as well. Hot Wheels Unleashed is coming November or September 30th. Uh, Surviving the Aftermath is coming holiday 2021. Shin Megami Tensei 5 pre orders are available now. That's coming November 12th. Wreckfest is coming fall 2021. Rune Factory 5 on March 22nd, 2022. I think I just about covered everything. You did. And then did we Koizumi finally got a release date for Rune Factory 5, which we've known about for like six years. Yes. Yep. I'm yep. really excited about that, by the way, just so you know. Yep. I want Rune Factory 5. Uh, I don't even know what that game is. Uh, do we've I. heard about <laughs> it over and over and over. It's a fighting don't. farming game. There you go. <laughs> okay. So is uh, so Super Mario too. Uh, if you want to, if you really want to, I mean, if you just want to be honest, it's a fighting farming game too. It's a it's uh, a dungeon crawler farmer fighter game. Just check it out. Mario two is has dungeons as well. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's the new Mario two. <laughs> it is. That can be a subtitle. It is. Uh, Factor anyway, five, the new Mario. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, they they break in the middle of all these games. Talk about the Mario movie. Which now has a release date, December twenty first in North, in in North, North America, America only. I'm sure it's probably It'll similar around there. They're just yeah. not, yeah, ish. Uh, gonna guarantee it's coming out in China first. Uh, releases December twenty first, twenty twenty two in North America, and the English voice cast was announced. It's uh, this is probably the best voice cast it's I've ever seen. Pretty, pretty amazing. Um, I don't know what I expected here, but it wasn't this. Uh, Mario, played by Chris Pratt. Uh, Peach, voiced by Anya Taylor-Joy. Can somebody tell me who she is? Uh, Someone said she was the person on the Queen's Gambit, but I can't verify that. Okay, cool. Uh, Luigi will be played by Charlie Day. Um, And this is my favorite, y'all. This is my favorite. Bowser is going to be played by Jack Black. That is awesome. (laughs) It's perfect. So good. It's gonna Tim, be so good. Tim confirms the Queen's Gambit. It's so good, y'all. So if I'm wrong, blame him. Bowser, <laughs> can you imagine? Here is here's the scene. We zoom in on Cooper Castle. It's dark. There's light and there's like heavy metal music. And then we find out it's Bowser standing on his throne and he turns around and he's like, you know, doing the Jack Black thing, you know, like oh, oh it's gonna be so good. Uh, Toad will be played by Keegan uh, Keegan Michael Michael Key. Donkey Kong is going to be in the movie, uh, voiced by Seth Rogen. Uh, K-Mac by Kevin Michael Richardson. Cranky Kong, Fred Armisen, Spike, which we already knew. This is this has been leaked a couple weeks ago. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, and then Charles Martinet is going to be in the movie too, as various unknown cameos, otherwise known as Wario and Waluigi is going to show up uh, at some. <laughs> Right? Probably. Come on. 
Come on. Who, who are the four characters that Charles Martinet voices? Mario, Luigi, Luigi. Mecca was giving me a little bit of grief because during the reaction, I said, I kind of hope that Martinet doesn't play Mario. Just because, you know, I can under, I can tolerate that high-pitched, squeaky voice off occasionally, like during a Mario game, in 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 bursts. But it's going to be uh, an hour and a half of that. It's going to be weird to go sit in a theater and uh, hear Mario turn around and and sound like Emmett from the Lego Movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be really interested. To I mean, I'm sure Chris Pratt will do a great job. One, I don't envy that at all. I mean, I think it's cool that he gets it, but oh man. <sighs> To have to deal with he, that, that pressure. Has oh. shoes to feel. Yeah, there. man. Yeah. I mean, I don't envy that at um, all. Do you guys feel like this is kind of like, like, I love the cast. I'm going to be honest. I mm-hmm. love, I think oh, I, I'm, I'm going to stay positive on it. Do you think this is kind of like make or break for Nintendo? Like this has to hit and it has to hit hard. It has to be good. Because if I, it's not like, like, think about this, guys. Yeah, if this it, is. It, if, if this it's is not, less, we'll never see another animated movie again. If this is too. less Lego movie and more Angry Birds movie. Do you think they're pairing this with a game? Oh, they're absolutely pairing this. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't seen a Mario game in forever. We haven't heard about a Mario There's, game in forever. Yeah, they're stupid if they're not. Can, can we say that? Can we just, can we say it's yeah, foolish I mean, of Nintendo to not pair this with a game and action figures and lunch boxes and stickers and band aids and all kinds of other stuff. So, you, so I mean, what we're saying here is we we our holiday game for 2022 will be will be some type of Mario game. I believe yes, I believe it will be based on that movie. Oh, based um, on a movie. Oh man, I'm so nervous about this. It's going to be amazing or horrible. There's no it's, in between. It's, there's yeah, it's, it, there's there's I, no middle I, ground. I got, there's no gray I got two, area here. I got two words for an example of a. Game movie game based on a movie based on a game, Street Fighter. Oh man! <laughs> I think they can nail it. Raul Julia M Bison. I think they can nail it. Mecca says, Let's... "I." Um, he says, "Where would he go?" Yeah, aren't you dads annoyed that Charles isn't the voice of Mario? Though, no, I'm, I'm glad he's not. How how I want to know how old Charles Martinet is. Can, can I can I, I say know. this? I'm going to be annoyed if Chris Pratt tries to do Charles Martinet doing Mario. Does that make I, sense? I, yes, it does make sense, and I agree. I hope he doesn't. Um, he is 66 years old. I mean, so does this mean that Chris Pratt is going to be Mario from now on, or are we just going to have a bunch of different I, Mario I, people? I, I, I think in a Mario verse, probably, but not in the game verse. Sure. Yeah, they'll, I mean, they got enough Charles Martinet that he they yeah, can always yeah, yeah. go I think back. Charles Martinet is going to. Yeah, gonna they, be doing they've, that they've, I'm sure they have gigabytes of archives that they can yeah. go back to. And <laughs> There's a whole file uh, on Nintendo on a Nintendo computer somewhere. It just says "It's a Me," and it's just various <laughs> versions of "It's a Me." It's like ten thousand. All right, Charles, we need you to hit it one more time. <laughs> it's a me. Mecca also says, I just realized Mario movie is coming out the same year as the second Sonic movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. I wonder if that's uh, on purpose. Hmm. Uh, Let's talk about these last two games and then move into uh, the the rest of the show. Splatoon 3 got a pretty lengthy um, showcase here with additional information announced, including the um, 
kind of the the name of the campaign, which is Return of the Mammalians, uh, (laughs) which is the mammals are waking up and returning. And they even mentioned, I love that they mentioned in this little bit, it's like, why are there no more mammals than two cats? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even realize that until they said it. Yeah. Yeah, Well, apparently there's some like, and and my son pointed out first. He was like, "Why are the um, why are the octolings fuzzy?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I'm sure those are. Uh, I I liked what they showed here. Um, mm-hmm. They showed off, of course, turf war coming back uh, with some really cool new additions, uh, like a, a Spider Man type ink weapon where you're zipping around the map, uh, a mech uh, that yeah. you can get in and shoot paint uh, ink missiles. This looks like what Splatoon 2 should have been. Please don't kill me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm interested. I mean, I I'm a casual Splatoon fan. You know, I'm not I'm not amazing at it. My son and I like to jump in every once in a while. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm all I'm all for it. Um, I saw Bo too, which I don't believe we've seen before. Some I some guy had a, we did. Have we? Like the have original we seen showing the that she used a bow. Oh, oh, maybe, yeah, but not, right. but that's it's right. new in Splatoon, right? Yeah, I don't think it's in Splatoon yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's new also, to this game. Yeah. Okay. Can I also say what I really liked in this is not one iota of Pearl and Marina. That's true. Yep. Be gone. Yeah. Bye. If I can Ellie open and up Splatoon back. and not have to deal with them chatting for this like this is the ever. number one thing that I wish <laughs> that they would get rid of, yeah. and that is that like at least let us skip it. And yep, discover exactly. what's out there later. Uh, I did notice at the end of the trailer, the salmonids are still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's oh, a yeah. there's the little baby one. Uh, and so I figure that's probably going to come back. Um, it'll be interesting to see what's happening. Uh, 2022, when do you think this one launches? Summer. Uh, well, they said spring. No, didn't they say spring of 2022? No. They just said 2022. No. Mm, I must have wrote it down wrong. Um, yeah, probably, probably summer then. Also, going back to the other trailer, this was a lot. This was a lot brighter and cheerier than the first trailer. Mm-hmm. That first trailer had a very like apocalyptic feel, which I know you would just absolutely love. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, As a setting for somewhere that had never been, I was okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, like, don't just base the entire series around it. Like, eventually the zombies have to go away. <laughs> you know, like at some yeah. point you're either going to die or there's not going to be any more zombies. And they'll, they're like, there'll be a blue sky at some point. I don't know. Becca, Becca um, says, don't worry. We're going to get new waifu. Um, oh, anyway, you think so? I don't, I don't <laughs> It'll know. It'll be the cats. It'll be the cats. <laughs> Sexy cats. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesse, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> The other game that, uh, or the final thing that ended the trailer, much to uh, the excitement, I think I could hear him screaming all the way from yeah. Colorado. Uh, John Blanco finally got a look at Bayonetta 3 uh, with gameplay, actual gameplay footage. Uh, I do love the um, the little fake out that they used. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I, I didn't. I, I haven't played around. Astral Change. Mm-hmm. Chain, but and, Tim, Tim, Tim did. Yeah, it was the Astral Chain dog. And I was like, oh, it's Astral Chain 2. Nope, it's Bayonetta 3. And I wrote so down beside Tim asks, does yeah. that mean they're now canonically in the same universe? I believe so. I believe and so. The, um, I, the, the thing I noticed is when the, the you see what show, I wrote there. You, can no, you see it? The, the no. background it is, says "meh." 
Meh. Okay, yeah, so I, original, I, I'm going to write it here in capital letters where everybody can see it. So that original shot when they showed their Shibuya-like city stickape, you know, it had a big old 101 on that building instead of whatever the number real number is. I think it's 107, 105, something like that. But, uh, you know, like potentially could be a wonderful 101 reference because again, it, there was names. a wonderful 101 reference and then there mm, was something else there at uh, so are they all in the same universe uh <laughs> who knows uh but this is out uh 2022 um i am gonna guess this is like the september-ish game what do, what do you think september october yeah i agree fallish yeah probably yep right so there. uh Guys, that's the direct. Uh, after that, they closed out, said bye. We'll see you. Kick you in the butt. Get out of here. Um, go around the horn here. Let's give this a uh, let's give this a grade. Uh, Nick, we're going to start with you. Uh, how would you grade this? Having talked about it, how would you grade this direct here? B minus. Hmm. Give Give us a little insight there. Why B minus? Well, I mean, and I, I mean, it's just so it's my grade, right? It's what hits for me. So, sure. um, so yeah, it's just me looking at these items, looking at what is awesome and that I'm, I'm interested in. There's too much, there's too much pushback of like with Animal Crossing, the NSO really, I really don't understand why you don't just give us a price and why you, what you're doing yes. there. I think the pacing was off. We've, we've all talked about that already. Um, so for all those things, you know, there's just a handful of games here. Pushback, pacing, B minus. That might be a little tough, but that's where I'm at right now. Hmm. Jesse, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a little tougher. I'm thinking C. You know, you know, most of it I didn't care about. You know, I, I like the act razor. I like the movie talk, and I did like. I agree. We uh, more information about it. NSO would have been nice, but what they did give us was also nice. So it def- I think it, I, without those three bullets, I would have given it a, sm- a lesser score. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the pacing brought it down. It's and the other things we talked about. So as well, um, that's why I'm at a C. All right, so uh, I've got a visual for my grade. Here it is. Man, man, <laughs> I'm not even giving it a number. Oh, come on, Professor Marty. Man, out of man. ten. Meh. Meh out of 10. That's it. No, uh, if if you are forcing me to give it a letter grade, I'm giving it a C minus. Okay, we can go with the old Arlo scale, meh out of 7. And uh, I'll I'll say this. Justin and I were talking about it. Justin didn't really care for it either. So uh, he and I, there's a little snippet of our conversation on Discord posted to the Nintendo Dad's Twitter right now. Uh, And he said this, and I said it before I even talked to him about it. This felt like a direct because they had to have a direct. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It didn't feel groundbreaking. didn't feel earth shattering. Everything that people wanted was, we'll tell you that at a later date. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, here's some Bayonetta. That's Mm -hmm. it. All the rest of these games could have been, uh, a lot of them could have been, hey, this is coming out. Um, You know, Mario, let's go back. Mario Party Superstars could have been talked about on their Twitter. Kirby and Forgotten Land, yeah, okay, that needs to be announced during a direct. Animal Crossing update, later date. Smash Brothers, later date. NSO, later date. (sighs) Well, and I was going to say, with Bayonetta fans... If I'm if I'm super pumped about Bayonetta, I'm a little worried because that feels like that Metroid Four thing where they're like, 
We need to have something, except there was actual gameplay. So I will say that that's the difference between those two. But they did what they were like, here's Bayonetta and it's going to come out 2022. And it's like, I'd be a little nervous that they're going to hit that date and that it wasn't. See, they needed a good the thing ender. is, is right there when they showed that date and the sword slashed through it and it like burned up and went away. I thought it was going to be replaced with 2021. Uh, oh, I really okay. did. But. You know, I, uh, Hideki Kamiya, who's the director of Bayonetta, he's he's pretty much come out and said, we're we're pretty far along with this. Uh, we just have to wait for Nintendo that for them to say, yeah, you can show it. Uh, and so I don't I don't count this out of coming out 2022. I just don't know that I care about <laughs> coming out in 2022. Yeah. And so for me, like I said at the beginning of this, if you're a fan of a lot of these games, I'm really happy for you. But just for me, this was not the direct. This was not like I just left me wanting. Um, I, I I really feel like if if they could have cut out some of the filler announcements, like cut out the dread stuff, cut out some of the smaller games that they could have announced via a tweet or via a partner showcase. Uh, if they cut out all of that, they could have put in some. They they could have done the smash reveal, just like be like, hey, boom, it's Waluigi. Oh, now we're going to talk about him on October fifth. Tune in for this and Sakurai's send-off. It's going to be great. Oh, and Animal Crossing, here's all the details. It launches in November, and then mm-hmm. NSO, boom, boom, here's how much it costs. Here's when it's coming out. That takes it from a C- minus for me up to an A-. minus. Wow. There's too much withholding. Yeah, I agree with me. that. I mean, there was too much. There was too much. Hey, hey, we're, we'll, we'll show it another day. Hey, come back. Hey, come back. Don't Nintendo, don't play that with me. You've, you've, done, you've done more with less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. We some good information in the chat here. Um, here. G Acres says, My continual hopes for a new direct 3D Kirby, Castlevania, and 64 games. Wish fulfilled. 96 out of 100. 1996 out of 100. Best direct since 2017, 11 out of 10. Uh, Nintendo wow. says 45 bananas out of 6 stars. Uh, it was the best direct of September 2021. <laughs> That's that's the correct statement. I, I can't was, argue with let that. Let me let me say this. It was the best video game presentation made at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on uh September 23rd, 2021. Alex says Marty gave it a Waluigi. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of garlic and pickles and butt. It's, that makes it uh, two Waluigi's out of uh Super Smash Brothers, it's, right? It's uh it's yes, two they, they are both out of they are both out of Smash Brothers. So they should <laughs> yeah, say that yeah. way. It's two Ys out of five. Uh, with that being said, guys, <laughs> well, let's well, take Malik, a break. Alec oh. asks, did Bayonetta three get an art style change? Did what? I, did Bayonetta three get an art style change? We I can't speak for we, that because I never played the second one. I, I played a little bit of the first. I don't think we even saw. Oh, you're PS2. talking about from game to game? No, it's I, it's pretty consistent. Okay. Because I I I, only, I played a little bit of the first game on the PS3, and here's I what I think maybe it. here's what I think because maybe, it was on the PS3. Here's what I think they may be referring to is the the UI uh, showed different things like is like it would show like a Joy-Con shaped thing, and it would tell you which buttons to push. That's different. Some of the on-screen effects look a little like different, like the the HUD. Yeah, yeah, like okay. like the the. The directions, the controls popping up on the screen. Yeah, it looked a little different. But Tim says no, has always the character like got updated with a new costume and look. So yeah, yeah, um, Bayonetta looks different in every game. I mean, it's same. I was just trying to figure out if thing, her, 
hair was the entire costume or just tied into I, some of the costumes? I, I think canonically it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she wears her hair. Um, she wears the hair. She wears the hair. And speaking she of wears hair, it dang good. Uh, let's uh, talk about Manscaped a little bit and take a break. Uh, we're not going to talk about the last two bullets I have? I have two non-direct bullets in news. Oh, didn't see those. They're hiding. Well, I made that really good segue, and then anyway, uh, <laughs> let's talk about these last two things. Uh, Nintendo of Europe did announce that Metroid Dread's two-pack of Amiibo will be delayed until November fifth due to unforeseen shipping delays. Uh, so the if same you're in thing that happened with the Loftwing one. Yeah, if you're over in the European Union, we're sorry. Uh, we'll be enjoying our uh, Metroid Dread Amiibos over here in North America. Maybe, who knows? That probably happened to us too. Uh, and then uh, Giant Box Party Pack 8 got a release date this week of October the 14th. It's very close. And uh, if you haven't seen some of the games, they look amazing, especially the cave game where you're trying to escape. Um, you mm. need to just, just need to go check that one out. It looks really look cool. This. Yep. So that's out October 14th, uh, just in time for us to play some during our Extra Life weekend coming up in November. So now... Let's uh, talk about Manscaped for a few minutes. Okay. If I can reach my video. Here we go. All right. I forgot to reset it to zero. Here we go. Hey, folks. What's going on? Justin Masson here with Nintendo Dads. And, of course, support of Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Manscaped.com. And, ladies and gentlemen, we get the question all the time. We're like, hey, I'm on the Manscaped.com website. I've heard you talk about Manscaped. I've heard about the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, where I get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Justin, I'm on the page. Guys, I'm on the page. What would you recommend? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what I think you should do. Head over here. And, of course, they got an easy layout. You can drop down, hit these, hit these products right here. You can see the tools, you can see the the formulations, the lifestyle, but here's what I'm going to recommend. Of course, if you're over on the website, there's some great great tools like the Lawnmower 4.0. You've got the Weed Whacker, you've got the Crop Cleanser, you've got the Body Wash, you've got these fantastic, fantastic products, which we absolutely love, but what am I recommending? Here's what I'm going to recommend. Here's what you do. Head over to the sets, all right? So you go Products, Okay, you go products and you head over to sets and you get the performance package 4.0 because ladies and gentlemen, this is going to cover all your basic starts, everything you need in this includes the lawnmower 4.0. It's got that skin safe trim technology. So you're not nicking, you're not uh, snagging the things you shouldn't be nicking and snagging. Not only is it a groin trimmer, it's a full body trimmer, which is fantastic as well. You've got the weed whacker, which is for ear and nose hair trimming. I absolutely adore that. Been using that a lot. The crop preserver, that's that nice anti-chafing ball deodorant I recommend. Use that daily. It's a nice little dab. And it feels great, especially on those hot and sweaty days. The Crop Reviver, which is a nice um, ball uh, spray toner. They've got the Magic Mat. Of course, if you're a hairy person, you don't necessarily want to be clogging up your drains while you're trimming, right? So they've actually got a mat that you put down. And within that alone, ladies and gentlemen, here's the cool thing. They're also going to throw in the shed, which is their traveling bag. I love that thing. I've actually got two of them. And you get a pair of Manscaped boxers, which I'm going to tell you, I wear mine every week and they are super, super comfortable. Highly recommend them. And it's the entire thing, the whole nine yards. Uh, and you can enjoy their uh, peak hygiene plan as well, where they can ship you um, 
new blades and refills every three months. You can do that, or you can just pick up the performance package without the plan uh, on their website. Boom, it's free shipping, 30-day money-back guarantee. And of course, if you use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S at checkout, you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. So where do you start? Head over and pick up the performance package 4.0 over on manscaped.com and join the over 2 million men worldwide who use the product. All right, guys, back to you. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. So head over to uh, manscaped.com and use that code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, 20% off your first order and free shipping. Uh, We want to mention right here, we don't even have to go into some music for this, but if you are a Nintendo Switch Online uh, subscriber, there's a new game trial right now in North America. You can check out the story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town uh, until September 28th to see if you like the game. Uh, and uh, so that is available for free right now. So you can go check that out. And now it's time for Justin's favorite part of the show, Jesse's Poke Minute. Pika, 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 I like that, that that bumper. But uh, so this week's Pokemon Go events to to celebrate the upcoming global release of Pokemon the movie Secrets of the Jungle, Pokemon Go will introduce the mythical Pokemon Zarud the Rogue Monkey Pokemon, starting October 1st at 10 a.m. through October 8th, 8 p.m. local time. A limited-time special research story will be available where an encounter with Zarude will be awarded when completed. Explorer Pikachu will return, appearing in the wild during the event with a chance to be shiny. Jesse and James Rocket Balloons will return through October 15th at 10 a.m. local time. And the movie Secrets of the Jungle will launch on Netflix on October 8th. Wow. I think that was less than a minute. Probably. I was going to say, do I barely just, had time to make tea. Come do on you, Do you, uh, would, with your remaining time, would you just like to call out random Pokemon names? Uh, not not particularly. Though, <laughs> I, I did I did have to, I did have to look up the pronunciation of Zarud because, you know, knowing, you know, this is a Japanese game. I really thought it was Zarude. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was Zarude, but no, it is Zarude because it's, um, you know, like Zementa and is, you know, the other two legendaries is like the, you know, the Cyan and the Magenta. So like Zarude is apparently like the world. What is the, the rogue monkey or what was that? The rogue monkey Pokemon. The rogue All monkey the Pokemons po- have an adjective or two. That's why, that's why you need other- a lawn. That's Honestly, why you need the lawnmower right there. <laughs> so can, I, can I say this? Is I think that this was just to work in like a song tie-in from a popular band for the movie. You know, like that song by, by the band Magic, you know, Rude. Why you gotta be so rude? Oh, I like it. I like it. N- no. Don't you know <laughs> I'm a Pikachu? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it could totally work. Hey, before we uh, ruin anything else, let's talk about what we've been playing, shall we? Nick, uh, you are our guest, and uh, that means you get to go first in the uh, what we've been playing category. So what have you been playing? I have been playing three different games. Uh, The first, uh, the one that is kind of my staple that I play with Noah, probably too often more than his mom would like to know, um, is uh, Knockout City. 
Uh, we play that game almost on the daily, and it's just, we love it. And it's so much fun. Uh, man, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, so they're doing a superhero. No, the superhero thing's over. They're doing like a movie theater season right now. They're always kind of changing them up. And uh, so really loving that. Uh, that's on the Switch side. I am from Game Pass News. So the other two games I've been playing, Psychonauts 2. If you, if you have an Xbox... Uh, and you love the Nintendo feel of games, man, mm-hmm. Psychonauts 2 is about the most Nintendo game you can get on an Xbox. Uh, it's just a blast. There's nothing else to say. Um, and then the last game I've been playing is really fun. If you like the stealthy ninja-y type games, um, Aragami 2, um, it's kind of, you play as a ninja and you get to kind of, almost like puzzle boards, really. I mean, you're not, it's not a puzzle game in the, in that sense, but there are all these guys walking around in a particular pattern and you got to figure out how to take them out to get to your target, to get it done. And, you know, you can get bonuses for killing everybody or not killing anybody or not getting caught. And so those, those are my, uh, my top three games that I've been playing at the moment. Cool. Jesse, what have you been playing, man? So I finished Lost in Random. I think I, when I talked about it last week, I was near the end, so I did finish it. Uh, I liked it. I didn't hundred percent all the collections, but you know, if you this, you can't go back and get what you missed. If if you missed it, you missed it, and the only way to do it is to start over and not miss Ugh. it. So yeah, it was you know, but I, uh, there's no real benefit to doing that other than just saying I did it. Um. Uh, there was a kind of a twist in chapter five that I thought was going to be a big thing in near the end game, but didn't quite pay out the way I wanted it. That was kind of like my only really story complaint. But other than that, I did enjoy the game and it uh, was about a 15 hour play through. So it was, you know, not, not too long. So for, for those who like the shorter games. Yeah. Um, I'm playing that one right now too. Uh, I'm about. I just made it to. Is it two town? Yeah. So I just, I just like, I guess, beat the first boss, and and made it there. Uh, I love the Burton style of the story. Um, I feel like I love this the probably, art style. Yeah, the art style is great. I feel like this probably plays way better on other systems though. Uh, but I appreciate what they did to make it work for Switch. Uh, I'm having a good time with it. It's it's really neat. A lot of the cards are crap, uh, but you know there are certain cards that are situational. So you know, I I, I never like I didn't pick a deck and run with it. Uh, that that my deck did continually evolve throughout the whole game, but mm. there were many cards I just never used. Yeah, the uh, the upgraded bow. Get as many of those as you can get. <laughs> okay. Okay, that helps. That helps. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's two bow cards. One you get early on, I think it's called the bow of one. And then later on you get an upgraded version. That is like the best card in the game. Cool. Cool. That that, that that's exciting. Yeah. Um and, anything and else then, you're playing? Yeah, and then I played through uh Delta Rune Chapter Two. I played it uh, I downloaded it on Steam. When it, when it released last week and I played it on, and I streamed the entire thing on my personal channel over four nights. And, uh, so I did, so it's on my personal Twitch and Facebook account, YouTube accounts. Uh, and, uh, 
the total time was about five hours for that. So again, it's relatively short game for, but you know, being chapter based, you kind of expect that. So now we'll wait another five years before. <laughs> right, right. Like I said uh, earlier, I think I'm probably going to be in the nursing home before they finish it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I have been playing uh, Cruise and Blast some more. Uh, this is a fantastic arcade racer. If you're out there and you love Burnout or love uh, the old cruising games or just you know want a, a fun drop-in, drop-out type racing game that's not a sim, it's not going to uh, make you feel like you can't play it at all, uh, it's just good fun. I love this game. It's cheesy as all get out, but it's good cheese. Like it's it's a fine cheese. Uh, also been playing some Lost in Random, at, like uh, we talked about, and, and dipping into Fortnite pretty often uh, with this new season, uh, about level 20, 21 so far. And so I'm really enjoying that, playing some challenges with my son. Uh, and then I've also been playing Steel Assault. I can't talk about this game yet. Uh, it is a brand new game from Tribute that uh, is launching on Nintendo Switch next week. Um if you're a platformer fan or like a Mega Man Bionic Commando fan um, from the 80s, you need to have this on your radar. Okay. Just just put it that way. You need to have it on your radar. Uh, look for it next week and look for uh, a video where I play through some of it uh, when the embargo's up, uh, which I think is on the 28th as well. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been really fun. So that's what we've been playing. Let's move into our community spotlight, shall we? All right, so uh, we're going to turn the community spotlight on Nick here in just a second, but I wanted to mention here that this would be where uh, Tim would normally give our fantasy football league uh, wrap-up. He's not able to be on the show this week due to some work shenanigans. Uh, so you'll just have to wait until next week for that. But uh, Nick, you're joining us from Game Pass News, formerly of Dad Crossing, uh, and maybe you know Dad Crossing a little bit when uh, or if they give us uh, some stuff with this new update. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you and what uh, you guys are all about over there? Yeah, sure. Um, so just we will be having. Um, a, I'm I'm going on vacation this next week, so after that we will be having a Dad Crossing episode. Uh, when and might even actually live react to the Animal Crossing direct when that actually comes out. So we'll be you'll be seeing Dad Crossing stuff. I I tweeted for the first time on Dad Crossing's Twitter and said we have awoken, and that was the, that was my first tweet in about two months. So um so we're awake <laughs> now. We're 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 realizing that. So but when we're not doing that because whenever uh what what our main gig is now, me and Sean. Which by the way, man. I've I've podcasted like a handful of times without Sean. I'm like I gotta tell you I'm missing him. He he had some stuff going on today, uh, family stuff that he had to do, so he couldn't be here. Um, he's like my podcasting comfort blanket. I need a Sean hug. Um, but uh, Game Pass news. You can find us on Twitter. You can uh you can find us on whatever your podcasting app is. You can find us on YouTube. It's all just Game Pass news, uh, one word. And uh, we just kind of we're just two guys having fun playing Game Pass games, chatting about what's good, what's bad, what's horrible. And we it's not just Game Pass. We throw in you know what Xbox is doing, good, bad, indifferent. When Halo's coming out, when Forza's coming out. Uh, we got a few channels on the Discord. Can't thank the dads enough for that. 
Um, and so we try to get get our get some peeps playing. I know while I'm gone, there's going to be uh, Sean's going to be doing a podcast with a bunch of uh, uh, Dis- Nintendo Dad Discord uh, Patreons that are uh, that are also Xbox lovers, and he's going to be chatting about what got them into Xbox, what's what's their favorite franchise, and all that fun stuff. So, so yeah, that's just what we do. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, let's dig right into, uh, our questions here. Cause we've got quite a bit. Uh, we'll start here from questions from our email from Mecha dragon. Uh, and he says he brought this question up to Tim and Chris during the dinner table, but he wants to bring it up here too. Uh, as parents, do you dads let your children play whatever they want, even if they're older than the target audience the game is for, or do you prefer them to play mature games when they grow older? Uh, like once they start getting up in age, would you guide them away from games like Pokemon or Mario and try to get them into serious games? If not, are you worried that outside sources like classmates or siblings might pursue them to try out more major games? Uh, I want to jump on this one right here. My son has played and uh, beaten both Doom and Doom Eternal on Switch. Uh, it was not something that uh, I pushed him toward. He asked if he could play it. Honestly, I thought he would not like it and would put it down because usually when he gets frustrated with the game, that's what he does. Uh, No, he took that as his personal mission to beat it. Uh, And so he has uh, played through both of those, has uh, pretty thoroughly enjoyed those. But there are games that I tell him are on my Switch, and I'm like, you can't play this. Uh, No More Heroes is one of those. uh, No More Heroes 3. Uh, and then there's some of them I'm like, hey, I've got this game, but you don't need to play it. Uh, and, and I've told them if I catch you playing this, then, you know, you're going to lose your privileges on yours for a little bit. I do. I am trying to keep him from some things, but like, I don't know why Doom. Like he watched me play. I was like, dude, it's going to scare you. You don't need to play that. And his justification is like, dad, I'm the good guy. I'm killing demons. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't really argue with that. Crap. Uh, so... Uh, but no, I'm like, I try to, I, I, honestly, I try to keep him away from Call of Duty as much as possible. Um, so I'm not going to guide him toward those things, but if he, uh, he's at the age right now that if he wants to play those things, he and I are going to sit down and have a healthy conversation about that and ask, okay, is this beneficial for you to play this game? And then if we both decide that it is, then I'll probably let him try it. He's grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, I I don't think I'd ever keep Noah from playing a game that might be of a younger age than him. I don't. I just. I mean, you know, I I I play Pokemon now. I I'm so there, it'd be pretty silly for me to be like, now you're 16, no more Pokemon for you. <laughs> um, so I don't. I would never do that. Um, in our household, you know, every household's different. In our household, I would probably be a little bit more lenient. Um, I definitely am a little bit more lenient than mom, but I, I, you know, I always, she's not a gamer and I've always told her that I would do, I would always go through her first, let her view a game and, and have a, a group conversation. So a lot of times he's going to have to go through mom before, before anything else. And we'll have to kind of hash that out. So, and I would, I would always recommend that. Like, you know, I mean, if your spouse is not a gamer or whatever, you know, always make sure they're part of that conversation and all that jazz. So, so yeah. That's my two cents. Yeah, well, I, I, when my kid, when my son was like 11, 12, I, that's, I, I was kind of reluctantly let him play Call of Duty games, but this was before they were complete crap. 
they were you know still pretty decent back then and and I kind of kept an eye on him make sure that how he was handling it and he seemed to take it pretty well so it ultimately goes time goes down to the kid can your kid handle it mm-hmm. and if not then no no don't let him continue if he's okay with it then you know let him continue maybe you know if he's you know there's other games might push the border more so I kind of let him play whatever he wanted to um the the one game that crossed the line was uh Grand Theft Auto I told him I would not I will not buy this if if you want it when you turn 17 you can pay for it with your own money cuz that's when, when GameStop will let you buy it. Mm-hmm. And they did. Both my daughter and my, my oldest daughter and my son did that. When they turned 17, they bought their own copies. Uh, turns out he didn't like the game all that much, but my, my <laughs> the oldest the oldest did. She played it a lot. Uh, so, again, ultimately it comes down to you, you your family, your, and your kid, how well yep. they, they handle certain stimuli. Sure. Yeah. I, th- I think that's important to you because like there's been some things that have triggered emotional reactions in my son from video games um, that I didn't ex- like you wouldn't call them mature games. Right. Uh, Minecraft story mode at the end of the first chapter of Minecraft story mode or the first. Well, I guess I call them chapters because there's five parts at the end of the fifth part of the first chapter. Uh, the companion pig dies, sacri- mm-hmm. gets killed in in the final fight, and he sobbed over that. Um, we we had a pretty good discussion at the end of uh, Paper Mario Origami yes, King. I was going to bring that up, um, with it. yeah, about what goes on there. Uh, that's very emotional, mm-hmm. uh, and he that affected him. And so, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that they don't, you know, video games don't affect people. But yeah, I think it comes down to what do you know your kids? I don't want to hesitate. I hesitate to use the word triggers, uh, but but what stimulates those reactions? I think, Jesse, Mm -hmm. that's a great way of saying it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think you have to, there's no one size fits all glove for for this type of situation. Yeah. Yeah, I know we play Knockout City, and uh, sometimes we have to cool it from Knockout City, Mm. especially now that Noah. Noah feels like he's, you know, really good at that game. And so when he doesn't play up to what he expects himself to be, it's like, all right, buddy, this is still just a game. You know, I want you to be competitive, but we got to understand how to handle it. We're not we're not going to win all the time in any area of life. So so it's a good lesson for him. But also we Mm got to learn how to handle those kind of things. So, yeah. Yeah, that that's a good point, too, because sometimes it's not just uh, sadness or loss that comes out. Sometimes it's. I want to break things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what do we do with that? Uh, let's get over to Patreon for some questions here. Before we do, Fontes has some breaking news in the chat. Okay. Japan's getting the six-button controller. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, Nintendo. I'm not buying it. I'm waiting until I- – I'm going to wait. Until we get the six button controller, then I'll buy it because it's coming over here. Well, but now I'm all torn. Nintendo Dads fans, listen here. Do not buy that three button controller. Do not do it. You will regret it. 
and then you will curse Nintendo, and it won't be their fault because good old Uncle Marty told you right here, wait for the six-button controller. It will happen. And if it's not, you can import it because guess what? It will still work. Anyway. Is God, that, is that true? Is that's that true? So stupid. I might yeah, have to because people people imported the 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 Super uh, Famicom controllers because they like the buttons. Fair enough. All you have to do is parent. It's why do they do such stupid stuff? Silly Nintendo. Anyway, thank you, Fontes, for making my brain hurt. <laughs> for crapping on Mario's day, for crapping on Marty's day, just a little bit more. <laughs> you know what? The direct is now a D. It's not a C minus anymore. It's a D. <laughs> Give me your paperback, young man. <laughs> minus five points. You'll shoot your eye out. Uh, anyway, let's get at these Patreon questions. Uh, this was actually for me. It says, question for Marty. They just made a new He-Man, the Masters of the Universe show on Netflix. Have you watched it? What did you think about the other 2D animation revelations? And to the other dads, what's your favorite kids' time show from when you were younger? I'm not that old, but I remember being excited watching TV. Soft spot goes to anything. Ninja Turtles. Uh, I've seen Revelations. I haven't seen the other Masters of the Universe. I know it's there. I just haven't had time to sit down and watch it. I'm even behind on What If uh, right now. Uh, and haven't even touched Star Wars Visions uh, either. But I'll say this. I thought Revelations was done extremely well. I thought that uh, there were a lot of people being histrionic and whiny about it on, on the Internet. But... Of course, that's yeah, the internet. I, I think people wanting Revolutions to be more like the original show is what the new show's for. <laughs> yeah, but it's also for kids because they want new things, well, like, right? They, exactly. Part of, part of the Masters, that, of the, part of the problem with the Masters Universe fandom is all of us are old as dirt uh, or getting there, and we're all cranky. Uh, and people are like, well, it's not about Heat Man, it's about Tila, and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Can I, can I tell you something? The original He Man series was awesome mainly for me because of the side characters because of the weird side characters with all their gimmicks that transferred over well to the toys and all kinds of stuff. And I think filling in those, those backstories and things is awesome. And I love the revelations. I can't wait to see where it goes. Agreed. Although I probably know where it's going to go. Yeah. So right? the, 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 he man's going to he man's going to come back. He's going to be defeat Skeletor, and at some point Skeletor is going to say, "He man, you boob." <laughs> at least I hope he does. He man, you boob. It's like it was planned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, the first thing I thought of when I saw the trailer to the, for the new He Man was, well, that's an art style choice. I haven't seen it yet. I do plan on watching it. But uh, it's not high on my priority list right now. What's your favorite uh, t- kids' time TV show? I would say it's like a tie between Voltron and Transformers G1. Is that the Lion Voltron or the Vehicle Voltron? Lion, of course. I mean, I lo- like the, as a kid, the Vehicle Voltron blew my mind. Loved it. Uh, at the time, I thought it was just like the cheap knockoff Voltron. Like, uh, I, I didn't, of course, at the time, I, you know, I was fourth grade. I didn't fully understand what they were trying to do in the story. I was, if I, I, was if I watched it now, I probably would have a better appreciation to it. I was in preschool or first grade, I think, at that time. <laughs> uh, what about you, Nick? Uh, what Have you any He-Man? You've been watching it? I, I uh, so I watched He-Man on the regular um, when I was a kid. I have not. I have not gotten into the new 
to the new one at all. We used to live in a in a neighborhood where there was this gigantic hill. This is my favorite story that my mother tells. Um, and so I had a He-Man sword with the cool like plastic vest thing, you know? Oh, cool. And so okay. Apparently, I would go up to the hill and scream uh, as loud as I could that, uh, you know, the whole I am He-Man thing. And so that's my that's my mom's oh, favorite story. So like the every power of Grayskull. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have the power. <laughs> yeah. So I would run then, up the hill and, and, and yell and that. You so pretty much the entire neighborhood. Shoot him. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. But no, I have not been watching the new the new movie mm-hmm. or the new show. OK. What was your favorite kids time show? Was it He-Man or do you, you have something else? Uh, my favorite kids' time show would probably be Scooby-Doo. I loved Scooby-Doo. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I do want to say that the the new Voltron the series on Netflix is far better than the original. The original was kind of Oh, okay. yeah. The, the new Voltron's great. Of course, the, ori- um, the original Voltron was basically – it's kind of like the Power Rangers it or – Power Ranger Voltron it, I guess, because that happened first. They took a Japanese show, butchered it, and turned it into an American show. It was, it's not just taking a Japanese show and putting English dubs in it. They reworked it. Gotcha. Uh, I think, Jesse, you and I probably have the same favorite kids' time show from back in the day, and that's Transformers G1. Uh, fortunate enough to live through that era of Awesome robots and cartoons. Yeah, well, and when that show was on, I was the target audience. Oh, I, I was <laughs> probably too. I more, was so probably a probably little, more a so than less. He-Man because He-Man came out first, then Transformers. I think He-Man yeah. was like eighty three. So I was in Transformers third grade. was eighty four. Yeah, and Transformers. I would. I just when Transformers was new, I was just getting into fifth grade. I remember going to see Transformers the movie in the theater. Oh my gosh! Crying when Optimus Prime died. You know, they do not grieve. Tim just posted a <laughs> link in the chat. That, yeah. Um, it supposedly shows a six-button controller. And there it is, six buttons. Yeah, so I do. <sighs> so to hop back to that real quick, I looked this up, and you guys may have known this already. I just was interested. The Genesis Mini in Japan is a six-button controller as well, while mm-hmm. in the North America, it's three-button. So yeah, they're just kind of going with what has already thing, been though, released. Sega sold the six-button controller in the United States. Yeah, there is an officially, li- it says, there's officially licensed six-button controller made specifically for the Mini, sold separately in North America and Europe. Yep. So maybe and they'll- And they were only $20. Maybe they'll come out and yeah, maybe you're right. I, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, question here from Sebastian Zuniga. He says, does podcasting slash content creating affect your perspective on industry leaks? Yes. Yes, it does. I used to be all about the leaks. Now I don't want it. Uh, I think they're, uh, I mean, like there's part of me that always wants to be involved with it. Like, like, oh, oh, everybody else knows what's going on. Now I need to know. Right. I hate it. Um, it depends on how they came about, I guess, is part of it. Like the hack with Nintendo is a tough one uh, the a while back because you feel like you got to, you know, report on that stuff. But you also feel like it was a scum way that they got it. Um, I always find it fun when we're reporting on somebody like Ubisoft, who some some engineer 
decided to work on the next Ubisoft game in, the, in an, on a train um, and somebody got a screenshot of it. That's a little different. It depends on how the leak came about, um, depending. But I haven't also, I will say this, I haven't been doing this as long as Marty. So maybe maybe when I have been, I'll be like, bah. <laughs> You make it sound like I've been here for eons. Like, well, you've been you've been doing a lot longer than longer than me for sure. I don't know. I mean, yeah. did you like it when you first started? The leaks, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, like as a as coming into the show as a as a fan as, mm-hmm. as somebody who was just out there, like, oh yeah, I felt like an insider. Like you, you know, I've seen yeah. the leak. I've yeah. seen the leak. But 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 here's the thing: is is um, the leaks end up costing people jobs the leaks end up costing people uh it ends up spoiling the excitement because a lot of times you don't get the full thing like the last the leak that really changed you want to know the leak that really changed my mind sure for the for good like for for once and for all was the sparks of hope leak Mm. yeah like i i was i like both of those games have now been leaked that's just like that's gotta suck um, so I feel kind of bad because I was like, you're talking the Rabbids game, right? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I feel kind of bad. Nintendo themselves did the leaking. Yeah. yeah, I felt kind of bad because here I am on the, I'm, I just wake up in the morning and I roll over and I'm like, I just clicked on a link in Twitter and it took me right to, right to Nintendo's page. And I was like, I just copied it and threw it on Dad Crossing and it was like, great game for kids. There you go. And then everybody's like, "What? What the hell? What? What? What is this? What are you? What? Where did you, you get didn't that from? know? You didn't know you were yeah. leaking it? Yeah, I was like, "Well, wait, whoa! I did. I just, I was on a Nintendo site. I was like, what's going on?' And everybody was like, "Why are you doing that?' And I was like, "Oh, okay. So, yeah, that one, that one was funny because I was actually in the midst of it, and I didn't mean to be or really want to be. I was just like, I got this from a Nintendo site. It's not a leak. <laughs> so it was really tough. Yeah. I love it." I love it. It's uh, I, I it's it's really hard, uh, because, and I think part of part of what happens too is like, you, if you do this long enough, you you start to kind of know people, and you know that that, that every leak costs somebody. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it does. It I mean, be, it can be like really, um, it can be bad reviews or. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, leaks have cost us things um, because Mario and Luigi. Um, what was the one that got leaked? Yeah, yeah, you guys. Um, they, Mario, they clamped down. Mario and Luigi Dream Team or something got leaked, or was yeah. it Paper Jam? And after that, it was like, was well, yeah, you you can get the you can get a review copy, but it's going to be day of. You we used mm-hmm. to get advanced yeah. review copies. And, and, and when uh, he's saying it got leaked, not the information that. Not the announcement the game's coming out. No, the ROM was out on the internet before launch day. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, guys, we're not the only ones here dealing with that. My favorite headline from the news uh, today was uh, a headline that said this, uh, Apple cracking down on leaks according to leaked memo. <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> this that is, that is my favorite right headline of the day. Yeah, that, you can't uh, beat and that. Look. Apple's been having some serious leak problems lately as well. Uh, but at least they're not like Nintendo and leak the game themselves, uh, which they've done twice in the past three months uh, or so. But anyway, we won't talk about that. Uh, Jesus Zamata, uh, he asked us this question as well. 
I don't collect all the Amiibo, but this last Zelda Amiibo had me uh, waiting for quite a while and that, until I was able to get it in restocks. And now the Amiibo, the new Metroid Amiibo has me sweating. How am I supposed to collect them if Nintendo is not making enough? Welcome to the question we've been asking since 2014. Right. Right? Uh, in all seriousness, dads, do you still collect Amiibo? Do you still have any? Which ones are your favorite? My favorite's Captain Falcon. He's my main in Smash and my favorite figure. Um, I don't, I have a ton of Amiibo. I have like three shelves in my office, which have these spice rack stands. And it's one, two, three, four tiers on each mm, one. Yeah. And there's like five or six figures on each tier. And I have six of those. Yeah, I've got, um, I have three spice rack things with three tiers each and they are packed. I, I probably have like 60 total. I um, hardcore collected Amiibo. Nine until, of them boxes. I, I hardcore collected Amiibo until the wave with Joker. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nick's got some Amiibo too. I hardcore collected them until the wave with Joker. And when we started getting into DLC figures, I stopped buying them as much, even though there's been a couple that I've wanted. Uh, and I skipped some of those late smash ones too. Like I don't have Incineroar and I don't have some of the others. So now my policy for Amiibo is I just get ones that really interest me. The Loftwing one really looked cool and it really interested me. So I wanted that one. Um, the um, the Emmy Amiibo, like Metroid Amiibo, I really wanted those. Those really interested me. So I, I got those. I, I'm debating on picking up the Dark Samus reissue. Uh, because I, I really like that one too, but it's not my favorite Dark Samus um, skin or look. I wish they'd went with the... There's another one that I really, really like from the Prime series. I can't remember if it's Prime 2 or Prime 3. or Prime. Sorry, Prime 1 or Prime 2. Uh, but anyway, um, I, I just wish... I, I just get the ones I want. I just get the ones I like. And if I can't get them, I don't get too bent out of shape. But now the Emmy one... That had me been out of shape. <laughs> and thankfully, Solo something helped me get that. So there you go. Anybody else uh, still collect yeah. Amiibo? So th- th- you probably have to go back to like really early episodes because Amiibo was announced E3 2014 before we started the show. But they were re- first released no- in November of 2014. We would have been around episode four or five. So at that time, I was kind of anti amiibo. I'm like I had no interest. I don't care these because mainly because I knew with my collector mentality, if I started collecting them, I'm gonna want them all, and I didn't want to have any part of that. So like for, for the longest time, I didn't collect any of them. Then I start I started getting a few of them for characters that I did like, and I've been pretty good at keeping it to only those characters. Most of most of the time, there's there's a surprising number of Animal Crossing ones up there just because they got dirt cheap for a while. <laughs> but I think I think the most unusual ones up there is the Mister Game and Watch because when you bought that amiibo, it actually came with I think four different plate the uh, forms that you can place in a stand. In the one stand. So what I did, I found someone's 3D printer model of 
of that stand and had multiple copies of that made. So I'm able to put all copies of the Mr. Game & Watch up on the shelf at the same time. See, and I like that because mine are just in a pile. I'm laying over here uh, behind one of the spice racks. Uh, I've got the one I like best, which is him holding the sign up with the hammer. So I think uh, I have I've, almost every Zelda related one. That my- I don't have the the champions. That's another one I didn't get. I, I just thought that like when I had the opportunity to buy the four pack, I was like, oh, I don't have that much money. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I predicted they were going to slow down on Amiibo. Um, I was wrong. I yeah, guess. they kind of stayed just, at a steady pace now. They they slowed well, the, down and then they yeah. stayed there. The, the steady pace the shelf is, is extremely dusty. I need to clean that. The, the, the steady pace is we only release these on big games. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's wait, wait, hold on. I got to say, I, I on 20, 2014, my son was born. Um, so oh. I. I did not get into the Amiibo game because I was it was either buying Amiibo or buying diapers and formula. So I didn't get in. But I will say my favorite. I don't did you guys say your favorite? Because that was one of the that was part of the question. My favorite is King K. Rule. I, I started to collect That's a way, fantastic amiibo. Yeah, I started to collect way late. And so and I did I did what everybody what Marty's saying. I just was like, well, at this point I'm just gonna collect what I like. And King K. Rule, just because Donkey Kong has good memories of me and I like how it looks. So that's my favorite. All right, I can't do just one. I got to do top five because I'm sitting there looking at them, and I go I go waffling back and forth. Uh, number one is Mega Man. That's 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 my number one favorite amiibo. I have Gold Mega Man. Number two have, is Golden Mega Man. <laughs> I have Gold Mega Man. I have regular Mega Man. I have Mega Man Eleven. Mega uh, 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 Mega Man. Uh, number two uh, is the Loftwing amiibo. It's just fantastic. It's uh, the sculpting on it and the color is just uh, outrageous. Number three favorite amiibo is uh, Poochie mm. and the Yarn Yoshis. Those yeah, are fantastic. Yeah. I have all of those. Uh, and then 8-Bit Mario slash 8-Bit Link coming in at number four. And then uh, probably my last favorite one is Boo from the Super Mario line because it glows in the dark. Glows in the dark. Does it really? Oh, that's yes, awesome. Yes, it's that's so awesome. cool. Yeah. It's I, so I cool. completely forgot. I, I have... Both Mario uh, voxel art. There's one in the original Mario Brothers coloring. That's right. One in the modern coloring. I just have the one in the original coloring. And honorable mention goes to Squishy Metroid from Samus Returns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Squishy Metroid. Yeah. I I do want the new Metroid Amiibo. I was unable to pre-order that one. So I want to see if I can get it from Best Buy on launch day. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about another question here. Uh, Simon Hawkins asks us, have any of the dads played monster train? I love it, but I haven't heard anyone mention it on the show. If anyone has played it, then I would thoroughly recommend it. Uh, maybe for Marty as it's roguelike, keep up the great work. I think we've got a chat, uh, a video of monster train, uh, on YouTube. Uh, I want to say Tim did one, but I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm checking. Uh, Check on that. We'll come back to it. Uh, John asks us this. Have you choose? Uh, you have to choose. Would you rather? Okay, so here we go. Nick, we'll start with you. Would you rather pick one game of your choice, but it's the only one you can play for the rest of your life, or 
be able to play every game, but for only 30 minutes, and then you'd never be able to play it again. Every game, 30 minutes, baby. I'll take that every, I'll take that all day long. I'd I'd probably take the second bullet as well. I'm going pick one game. That's the only one you can play for the rest of your life. There's no game I want to play for the rest of my life. Mega Man 2. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for you. If that, I mean, that's awesome. I just yeah, yeah, there, there, there is I would video. never want to play games again if I could only play one game for the rest of my life. We do have a Monster Train video. Yeah, I don't know who did it, but uh, it's pub- it was published in August. Okay. So, yeah, you go check it out. I don't think any of us uh, dads it, 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 on the cast I, have actually played it. Yeah, I was going to say, likely wasn't any of us. It was probably one of the other patrons that did it for one, us. Yeah, one of our one of our community content creators. Uh, we're thankful for them. But, uh, but yeah, hey, uh, Simon, I'll check that out because you mentioned roguelike. So I'm a sucker for that. Uh, our last question comes Tim, from... Tim says Andros did. Andros did it. Well, he's quality. Free, free with Game Pass, by the way. Hush you. <laughs> uh, keep your game pass over there uh derek no, I'm all, I'm all for this. I like this. he says uh i'm hoping it's late enough i won't spoil anything from the director or what do you guys think about genesis being part of the expansion pack uh on one hand it's exciting because of what may come in the future he means sega cd saturn dreamcast maybe even the links or turbo graphics but on the other hand it's mostly games that are also on the genesis collection games are already available so while I'm excited about the expansion, I'm a little man when it comes to the Sega offerings. What say you? Well, I think we talked about this enough. About and Nick, I think he, he talked about how excited he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Derek makes a great point. All of these games are pretty much available on the uh, Sega Genesis collection that's already out. But there's probably stuff coming down the road. Wouldn't you say? I mean, mm-hmm. like. Most of the Nintendo stuff, when it came out, was like, oh, yeah, those are the gimmicks. But now we've gotten some other stuff. Yeah, that and what I would say more importantly, I I have a TV over there that used to have my NES and SNES Mini connected to them. And then I just got tired of having them there. So then I moved it over to my collector shelf. And if I want to play any of those, now sometimes I'll pull one out because there's a game that's not on the NSO that's yeah. on those things. But if there's a game that's on both, I'm going to play it on NSO. So I, I'm fine with this. I have no problem. Yeah, if it's on Switch, I'm, I'd, I'd rather have it there. Jesse, your thoughts? Do um, you think, I mean, th- these games are already available. We, we kind of touched on that. They're available on collections or they're available on the Genesis collection. Yeah, I never had a Genesis. I, I My friend did, so I played a few of the games, and I did think I rented one from Blockbuster or whatever was the <laughs> oh. The That's equivalent awesome. back then before Blockbuster. So, you know, but so I have no nostalgia and mo- all right, I might try Fantasy Star 4, but other than that, I don't think there's any games here I want to, I care about. Now, I'm going to say this if you're a Castlevania fan, uh, that Bloodlines game is really cool. Uh, it's got some some things, uh, and, and Contra uh, Hardline or Hardcore, yeah. uh, it's it's tough, but it's got, it, they, they both do some different things. That are that are really neat, um, but I don't think we're ever going to see like a Sonic Three on that. They're just they're just getting ready to do a collection of it next year. I don't think it's coming to Nintendo Switch Online before it goes to the to the Sonic Collection. That it's going to be the big re-debut of Sonic Three, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, they may throw some surprises in there. Do you think <laughs> they I'm, just drip feed us the entire mini collection, Sega Genesis mini collection? Sure. Isn't there like forty games on there? 
I could see that just be a, yeah. it just en- ends up mirroring what's if on they, the mini right now. If they could put Mega Man the Wily Wars on there, sold. I'm I'm done because it's on the mini, and mm-hmm. I, I would love to play it, but I would really like to play it portably. Sure. And them suckers are hard. Let me just be honest. That like I can't beat those like I can beat the NES Mega Man because they they're the Japanese difficulty and they mm-hmm. show no mercy. It's yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Uh, well, guys, that's hey, we, episode three hundred and forty-four. We, we, we have one more question that uh, Onyx has put in the no, Discord, <laughs> kind of late. It, it oh, isn't, okay, it isn't in the notes. In the, it wasn't in the yeah notes. So, so he 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 said, "Hey, I got a question. Can you read it?" I said, "Sure." He says, I love rhythm games, and the era of Guitar Hero and Rock Band are probably my most favorite times, especially when we would get together with the entire family and form a band, drums, guitar, etc. With the newer musical rhythmic games coming out, like Fuser or the updated Rocksmith Plus, do you think games like Rock Band, Guitar Hero, or even DJ Hero will ever make a comeback, or is this just wishful thinking? Uh, I've been thinking about going and finding an Xbox 360 just so I can purchase all the Guitar Hero games and, and just play for fun again. Because uh, I love those too. But I I mean, Rock Band 4 is on modern systems, right? I mean, it's it's on, I think so. and it, on and PlayStation it like 4 garbage. or Xbox One. And it's, I mean, they made a go of it, but it's just, it, I, I think that that ship has sailed. Which is unfortunate because I loved DJ Hero. That was such a cool concept. Yeah I, yeah, I like I liked Rock Band. I preferred the drums just because you know back in yeah. in, in college, I in high, in high school, I did I was in the marching band in, in the uh, percussion section, so that kind of brought back memories. It took me a while to regain my chops because it then hurt like hell for like the first two or three weeks. But uh, once I got those muscles back again, and I, I really enjoyed it. I, I did play the guitar and bass parts still, but I preferred the drums. But I just don't have the room for that anymore. That took a lot of space. But in, in my apartment, yeah, in that's my the problem. apartment back then, I did have a big, wide family room area because we basically had like two living rooms on split levels. It does. It takes up a lot of space for a lot of plastic accessories. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's why it's not coming back. Those people, you know, right now if they made a go of it, and your kids were like, "Look at this, Dad! Look at all this thing," be like, "You listen." When I was your age, I had that, and it was in a box in the corner after two months. And that's like, and that's going to be the it's, sentiment. It's uh, the new Labo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would love to play them one more time, especially um, I, this was one that I played like maybe two times, and it had such style to it, uh, was uh, the Beatles rock band. Man, oh, yeah. it was so good. It was mm-hmm. so good. The, the videos you know, behind the songs. Yeah, the oh. normal, normally, in the, the, those games, the bass was the easier part than the guitar. Not in Beatles. Nope. No. That bass was wicked. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I may go to my local used game store tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> what, have Nexus, done, uh, what have you done, Onyx? What have you done? The drums were killer, too. Yeah. yeah. Now that is episode 344. We want to thank you for hanging out with us uh, as we record. Thank you for listening along on your audio device as well. And as we close out the show, we want to say a huge thank you to our Patreon producers. That's Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, Solo Something, and Metroid Hunter 101. And uh, we also want to say thanks to everyone who subscribes to us via Twitch 
subscribe to us over on YouTube and on Twitch as well. Uh, and remember, this is September. If you sub on Patreon or Twitch during the month of September, you're entered in to win a Nintendo Dad's prize pack. You can also get 20 to, uh, 20% off your Manscaped order by going over to manscaped.com and using the code NINDADS. That's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. Uh, so go over there and buy yourself some cool stuff. Head over to our website too, nintendodads.org, where you can buy Nintendo Dads merch and see all of our social links, videos, podcast episodes, our Extra Life campaign, and all that. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in like Christian and leave a voicemail at 929-25-NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. A reminder to download from your favorite podcast app of choice and also go leave us a five-star review with some written words to help people find the show. Uh, Thanks for listening to episode 344, guys. For me, for Nick, and for Jesse, and not Tim, who showed up at the very last minute. See you next time. Bye-bye. Nintendo Dads. You gotta get your together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>